You are about to experience the corpse cast. We would advise any listener who may be ill, pregnant, or of weak constitution to reconsider listening to the show for fear of an onset of health issues related to encountering bouts of pure shock or fright. For those who wish to continue, just remember to avoid fainting. Keep repeating, it's only a podcast, only a podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 62 of the Corpse Cast Podcast. I'm Mike. Shane, can we bother you? Right, you're, ta- mm-hmm. you're taking a drink of your tasty beverage. Can we bother you to introduce yourself? Oh, today? I'm Shane, and I like fun things and good times. In uh, long walks on the beach. Long walks on the beach, pina coladas getting lost in the rain and all that shit. Ooh, how about cheeseburgers in paradise? Cheeseburgers in paradise, love it. Oh, really? Okay, well, that's... That's questionable. But uh, yeah, today we are going to be talking about a couple things. If you're new to the Corpse Cast, basically, we talk about one album and Mm -hmm. one horror or rockin' album, and then we talk about uh, one horror movie, and then basically that's it. So if you're expecting something else, we're going to disappoint you. I'm sorry. You want to just switch to the next channel or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Move on. Turn us off. Yeah. Yeah, I hear there's actual real podcasts out there you could be listening to, but... Really? No, I don't know. I don't know any. Just kidding. Yeah. I mean, I wonder if I... I'm going to get hate mail for that one. But today we are going to be talking about a 1987 album from a band called Halloween. Halloween. And their album called Keeper of the Seven Keys Part Part One. One. Yeah. Which, it's amazing because I can't wait to start talking about this because Halloween was one of those when I was a little kid that... Like the the album cover scared me. Oh you know, my god! Are you serious? Well, and it's called Halloween. They, they it, it was kind of like the twist. So okay, so Keeper of the Seven Keys Part uh-huh. One album yeah. cover scared you, and fucking Def Leppard's album scared you. I I I was a I mean I was a sheltered young man. What can I say? Maybe that plays well into your your love, love for horror. I movies. agree, mate. Could maybe it can still You're like uh, man if Def Leppard and and this shit can scare Def, me. Def, I didn't know what, what else can scare. I didn't me. know what that was on the on on Hysteria's album cover. Uh. Okay, and that skull and foolin' where Joe Joe what's his name is like and there's that big skull on fire in the back. That's I remember that video with the foolin'. Yeah. And the whole the entire time I watched that video, I just said, "Dude, put a comb through your hair. It's greasy as shit, and it looks dirty. Just dude, calm it." Dude, once. he's from Great Britain. Okay, everyone there does. They don't like to comb their hair. I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing. Freaking, uh, what's his name? James Bond is from Great Britain. What was your email again for all that hate mail? That you- oh, I got, yeah, I got a little piece of hate mail. What was it about? I can't remember. It was about oh man I can't even remember. Oh, want to play oh, lock, lucky oh, that's slot right, that's with, right. Somebody, uh, the lady. somebody was saying you know I I unfriended her on Facebook because I didn't want to play lucky slots. So so because she kept she would invite me like every single day. So basically I was just like, see ya, boom. And Maybe that was her dream. Is like you know this is like Make a Wish Foundation. Listen, if and it's Make a Wish, I wi- want to. No. I want to. Uh, I want to play Lucky Slots with Mike. If somebody wants to play Lucky Slots with me, they are sad. And your I'm answer to that was, well, I'm going to unfriend you because that is unpleasant to get those well, I don't even... Well, okay. Don't make me feel weird about it because I didn't even respond to the hate mail. What if she's handicapped or something? She's like, oh, dude, Mike's my know. favorite Give me your, Pooh Bear podcaster. Shut up. That, none of that's going on, first of all. Second of all, 
up yours. Okay. Uh, and just so you know, the movie we're going to be talking is controversy, man. Controversy is yeah. surrounding this movie. Up, down, all around controversy. The Lords of Salem, Rob Zombie's 2012 opus. Mm-hmm. Okay. He, you know, didn't come out into theaters till this year uh, for the public and whatnot. And, uh, and how long did he work on it? It was, uh, it was, it was under. He was. I, I, well, I bet it was through American Witch. 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 Oh, he has a song called "The Lords His, of Salem." Well, I mean that album that, that he put out, uh, uh, something horses. Oh yeah, there was the American Witch on it. I Is bet that he right? Was working on this Maybe. movie. You could be right. In fact, uh, uh, there was. Uh, I heard something that he was working on this, kind of writing down little ideas and stuff when he was doing Halloween too and stuff like that. Sure. So it's been a little while, but finally came to fruition. We'll talk about the ins and outs of that. Um, or the stuff that we wrote down from Wikipedia and, what, and whatnot. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, but, uh, dude, I have, a, I, have a, I have a couple of confessions to make to start off the show. Oh, uh, okay. Number one, um, I got a hold of the, the Maniac remake. So, and I just want to say, I pushed, I pushed it. I pushed uh, The Crow back. We were going to do yeah. this whole goth show with, with uh, Hymns, uh, Dark Light. Or dark something. Light, yeah. And, and then The, the Crow, crow. and we were going to wear our... our you know, our sad makeup. You were going to wear your makeup like you do every Friday night, but I was just going to come, you know. Well, okay. Well, you got to uh, throw you gotta throw me under the bus like that? Banana hammock and just sit here like I do. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for really having my back on that one, by the way. Hey, no problem. But, you know, there was a whole, we were, oh man, it was just going to be great. But you know what? I pushed it because I really want to do, I really want to watch this, uh, this Maniac. So we're going to do that in two weeks. Next week is another movie I really want to watch, uh, American Mary. Well, The Solskas. The Saskas, yes. The Solska sisters, I like them. But, uh, so, just so you know, that's one thing that we did. Number two, confession. Okay. Um, there, I can't remember what episode it was or anything. I guess I could have looked it up or whatever. But do you remember a band that we did called Osaka Popstar? Yeah. Like, a, you know, a long time ago. And I was it's, like... Uh, Jerry Fitz. That's Jerry uh-huh. only and uh-huh. uh, uh, his brother. Yeah, yeah. Osaka Popstar. Yeah, uh, and I, I when during the show, I remember just being, "That's mm, okay," blah blah blah. Okay, I've been listening to that the last couple of weeks, you know, at work and whatnot, and yeah. I'm starting to really dig it more. So, if you guys go back and happen to listen to that episode, uh, everything I said, which is probably still true, but I'm actually liking it a lot more. Okay, so is that weird that we can go back and like change stuff? Can we change our reviews? You can change your mind anytime you want. All right, okay. late ladies do that. That okay. is, that is, that ladies do that. Yeah. No, everyone does that. You oh, okay. change your mind. You go, hey, I, I hated cabbage, but now that I taste it, I kind of like it. Oh, okay. You can do that. So, yeah, Osaka Pop Star is kind of like cabbage to me. Well, that's fine. So, yeah. I mean, right. in your metaphor there. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm just saying, I've been listening to that, and I feel like I finally had to come clean, because la- there, the last week when we did Ghost, it was, the only two things I listened to was Ghost and Osaka Pop Star. Just those two things. And, wow. it, and it was constant too. Well, Ghost was all devilly, and then Osaka was like, "Hey, let's have some fun." And yeah, you know, yeah, they're yeah. totally playing to the Japanese audience with that album. Well, you know, I I am not Japanese. In fact, I'm not even close to Japanese no. at all. And I enjoyed it. So you don't have to be Japanese to enjoy it. Yeah, is what I'm saying. Makes sense. How's your week been, man? Uh, good, long, hard. Ooh, it's over. T G I F. Sure. So I'm, you know. I'm hanging out with you oh, on my Friday night. So sorry. Sorry sorry you couldn't have ended up better for you. I <laughs> know. Uh, Me too, but you do what you do. That's right, man. You've got to you gotta just make it through, struggle man. on. Right? I hear you. 
I love that song from Led Zeppelin. Struggle on, struggle on. I don't know if I know that. I know Ramble on. Oh. Well, whatever. Ramble on. That's all. Whatever, man. That's all I got. Anyway, yeah. um, here's the thing. We got a shit ton of voicemails. And, and it's funny, too, by the way, people. Thank you for waiting to the last minute. Night, night, night. I appreciate that you called in. Uh, but I, we got like 12 today. Oh, so, yeah, shit. We, had, we had a handful. But we got 12. You know, so it's like Judas Priest all day. I've been downloading voicemails, which I really appreciate. Um, let me go over the, the question of the episode. Okay? okay. Question of the episode was given to us by Jeff Brodnax, who, by the way, just got a brand new job. Mm-hmm. Good for him. Thank you. Congratulations. Yeah. Have you seen a scene in a movie that you just couldn't get out of your head no matter how trivial? You just can't get it out of your mind. And that was it. That was the question of the episode. Uh, why don't we go ahead and uh, just get right into some voicemails? Okay. All right. As usual, first up is Alan in and... Phone of Bones. The bone. That's right. Goal one here. Oh, oh wait. Goal one. already invaded the Facebook page. Wait, what? And I believe he has called in since... Okay, okay, I apologize. Uh, he has the same phone number as Alan. He must have let Ghoul 1 Ghoul borrow one. his phone, is yeah. what I'm saying. So, okay. Yeah, Ghoul 1 is calling. So, not sorry, Alan. sorry about that. I, I just, you know, I don't even listen to the, sh- the, 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 the voicemails anymore because I recognize a lot of numbers. And if somebody's calling from Alabama, I know it's freaking Ghoul, Ghoul one. 1 or Or, Alan. or, yeah. Call in and say, yeah, whatever he said. Plus more. We are here to sow chaos and disorder. However, we can be placated with beer, but it must be good beer. Good beer? Necrofago likes grain belt. Fago? Uh, dark, murky, nasty That's what them damn ice, them that clowns drink. I don't really know what that was all about. Did, okay, so I don't know. You're going to have to call in again, ghoul one. Ghoul I mean, one. You did call in again. I hope we get some explanation. Uh, yeah, he, I know. But let's see. Fago's the worst shit in the planet. Them clowns drinking. Mike Shane rap, about, Horrible uh, rap band. Question the episode about horror scenes that always stuck in my mind. Yes. That's a, that's a real good question. I mean, there's a lot of oh. And Standing I keep on thinking of one. Blown away. Um, I had it, but it left. So. Oh. I guess it didn't stick in my mind too well. That's funny. Uh, have a good one. Bye. He, I, okay, so he called in one more time. He didn't stick Never in his mind. Never mind, I just remembered the oh. thing I was thinking of. It's, uh, in the first Halloween, when Michael Myers <laughs> pins that guy to the wall and backs off and looks at it. Oh, yeah. I don't know, that thing always sticks in my head. Nice. Uh, it's almost like, yeah, I did that. Oh. And that's awesome looking. Yeah. And that's, uh. Oh, kind of cranks his head to the side like, yeah. oh, yeah. I am either a cat or a puppy or I am Michael Myers. And yeah, I'm scary. Party I'm either time. super cute with floppy ears or I'm Michael Myers. Yeah. It's totally scary because that's the only kind of people that do that stuff. Yeah. All right. Little puppies or sure. Facebook pictures and the kitties <laughs> going, what are you talking about? <laughs> Dude. Oh, okay. Alan, thanks so much for calling in. I think we have a new guy here. I don't recognize the name. Uh, or the the voice, but uh, Anthony called him. Hey, uh, Mike and Shane, this is uh, Anthony. 
from Baltimore. 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 Uh, long time listener. First Good town. Time Good time. Thank you. First uh, time caller, baby. Uh, just want to say, uh, you know, I really appreciate uh, you hanging in there with the whole job situation. Oh, thanks, time. man. That's got to really suck, man. That's great but, now. <laughs> uh, you know, all the way back to uh, the cadaver lab. Oh, good. Nice. You've, uh, you've been real cool, man. You've oh, got thanks. me uh, through a lot of uh, sucky-ass days. Uh, like I keep and, saying, you know, those the podcast around, pulls me through a lot like of good shit. You know, people out there who are really dedicated. Thanks, man. You know, do the things that you guys do uh, with all the other bullshit that goes on in life. Yeah. It's nice to Amen be able that, to God damn you know, sit back and relax and listen you know, to a couple of guys who are in the horror and all that sort of thing. Oh, thanks, man. Awesome. You know, put it out there for the rest of us who are, you know, either too lazy or <laughs> just not committed enough to do it. So I just wanted to say thanks. thanks. Um, and you guys do a great job. Oh, that's uh, awesome. But, uh, you know, for the question of the episode, just want to keep it kind of quick. Uh-huh. Uh, audition, the uh, Takashi and VK film. Oh, yeah. Where that dude crawls out of the bag and, you know, is like oh. slurping up the chick's vomit. Oh, yeah. I mean, my God, I, you know, probably saw that, you know, 10 years ago and I still can't get that scene out of my head. Oh, yeah, dude. Um, yeah. Basically, that's it. Uh, you guys are awesome. Thanks. And, uh, like I said, for all of us out there, we really appreciate it, man. And, uh, you know, keep it up. Uh, I'll do it. That's about it. Take it easy, gentlemen. Awesome, man. And I will call later. He'll keep better. He did call later, Oh, actually. he called he, again. He's a man of his word, is, is basically what Fuck I'm saying. yeah, that's Baltimore for you. <laughs> hey, uh, Mike. I, want, I paused it real quick uh, for a little sports thing, okay? He's probably a Baltimore Ravens guy, you know? Baltimore Ravens right now have the greatest tight end in, all, in, in, in the NFL right now, Dennis Pitta. That's all I'm saying. Okay. And, that, and that's all I'll say. I'm not going to say where he's from, what school he played college ball for, or anything like that. I'm not going to say that. Okay, uh, but they just but they just fuck. won. Listen, these guys just won the Super Bowl, okay? Baltimore, okay? And my man, Dennis Pitta, was on the team. Okay. And that's all I'll say. I won't say that he's from the Y. I won't say that. All right. But he's from the Y. Hey, this is uh, Anthony from Baltimore again. Uh, <laughs> I knew I was going to forget something that I wanted to... Say, uh, I know you guys are going to do uh, Lords of Salem. Oh, good. Um, I just checked it out, oh. and uh, I got the feeling that people are either going to love it or they're going to hate it, or they're just going to um, hate it because that's what everybody I I've heard. Read the uh, the novel tie-in first. Oh, uh, I try to. If there's any sort of book, I always try to read it before I see the movie. Oh, and that's the book commendable. Obviously, is a lot more in depth. Yep. But uh, that being said, I thought that the movie was phenomenal. Oh, that's I controversial, that, uh, son. Rob Zombie did just an incredible job. Wow. The, the imagery and the scenes are ridiculous. Um, <laughs> very creepy. Yeah, very I, okay. Surreal, I, I don't want to sp- spoil um, anything, so I'm not going to say yay or nay. Kind of puts you on edge. Like, you just you have a a really weird sort of, I don't even, like, like almost like a dirty feeling watching it. <laughs> That's it's most of Rob Zombie's movies. New England for you. For. And especially if you're someone like myself who still kind of holds on to my uh, Catholic upbringing sure. in a lot of ways. 
it, it's it wicked. makes you feel very, very uncomfortable. I'll uh, bet, so dude, there's to, a lot of you know, stuff uh, in there, man. Put in my two cents about that. Cool. Uh, I definitely fall in the camp of loving it. I thought it, it, right up there with the Devil's Rejects. Ah, wow, his, uh, okay. His best work. And, wow, uh, that's a bold I statement. Sticks with it. Sticks to you know his vision and doing what he wants to do. I can't wait to see the uncut version when it comes out on DVD. Yeah, me neither. Uh, that's it. I mean, what? That was that down. a spoiler? Damn it! All I'm saying, dude. Okay. All I'm saying to Anthony is, I like you. Thank you, first time caller. Call in all the time. Uh, yeah, keep calling in, bro. But lighten yeah. up, dude. Well, no, what is he? Is he sad? He's what, seen, what are you saying? He's sa- I can hear in his voice. I don't know if you know or not that oh. I've got kind of a psychic kind of abilities. <laughs> okay. But he seems kind of down. Well, you know what? And I need you to be up. <laughs> I need you to be raising the roof, right. Ra- this motherfucker. Raising the roof. He needs you to be like, like pitching a tent is Power what he's saying right now. But Dude, okay. Awesome to hear from you. Bro. You know, you know what's yeah. funny is, and we'll talk about this more, obviously. But I mean, this is the first um, non-animated uh, original like story type of deal that Rob Zombie's done in a in a long time. You know, so if nothing yeah, else, well, you know, there's ten a, years or I mean, when, no, when did Devil's Rejects come out? That no, was that came that came out. I don't seven, know, mid two thousands, yeah, something like that. But who knows? I mean, I don't. It I don't know. takes a while to write a movie. Well, well, sure it does, dude. Have you ever written a movie? How do you know? It takes a while to write a movie do you think and it, direct a movie and produce a movie. That's true. And on top of and that. And go on tour. I'll tell you what, Fred Vogel, two weeks. Let's go. <laughs> can I rub shit on your titty? Yes, you can. Bingo. We got we a got movie. A movie. <laughs> oh, poor Fred Vogel. I didn't say that. No, I know. You're just being hilarious. Uh, Beto called him. Oh. Hello, gentlemen. Beto. As usual, you know, wait until the last fucking minute. I've been dragging my ass around on the carpet all fucking week. Ooh. And I figured I'd better fucking call you before you start recording this episode. (laughs) I had a bunch of shit I wanted to say, too, but I think I might have had carbon monoxide poisoning or something because... I wrote some shit down, and I can't make heads or fucking tails. Yeah, that's a a rough predicament. Eating corn from Mike's lap with... Oh, my uh, God. No hands, dead baby... (laughs) And I don't know. What does that say? That's some deep yeah. shit, bro. Getting corn right. out of Mike's lap is oh, yeah. fucking disgusting. Yeah, I'd never that do that. That's the question of the episode. <laughs> um, so, I've got a couple. Oh, cool. First off, the traumatic one as a child. Uh, poltergeist. Dude oh. peeling his fucking Oh, yeah. Face oh, yeah that's off. rough, especially when you you're know? a kid, man. I don't know. That one still gets to me. Like, just thinking <laughs> about it just gives me the fucking willies man yeah <laughs> maybe it has some relation to you know that was a singer back in the my face part kid days off, sure. like, oh it's going hurt. to the mirror but just to after the meat chop going up. that one's always there i love it and then um touching touching scene at the end of uh devil's rejects that i'll never Weakness water. But I gotta say, that's a scene that gets me <laughs> right like to the threshold, man. No, and, Chuck Norris would know, say. One of those unforgettable water. moments to me. Um, I think I just got cut off. Nope, you didn't. Did I? Fuck, I don't know. My phone just did something weird. <laughs> anyway, 
I'll talk to you guys um, when I talk to you guys. Yeah, talk. man. Anyway, yeah. enjoying the show. Let's have another great episode, fellas. We'll do it. We'll try, I guess. Yep, we'll I don't know. S- we'll see where this spins. We us. never know. We never know that what the results are going to be. No, I don't know. And we promise nothing. So no. And so we're we just feel good about being here. We're just happy to be here, folks. Yeah. We got uh, creep calling in a, a couple times. Hey, black guys, it's me, <laughs> creep creeperson. What black and, guys um, and neckties? Because apparently <laughs> I didn't call last week, and I'm listening to the show. <laughs> Going, oh yeah, I wonder what I said. I can't remember what the answer I said was. You didn't call. You guys were done, and I'm like, oh my god, I didn't even call. No. So, um, (laughs) for me, the answer to that question is the Rob Zombie Halloween movies. I I fell asleep um, during both of them. I just I couldn't Mm. do it. But in and not there wasn't any part about it. Just it was just the movie uh, itself. Remember that was the one where it's like you had um, to get past one part of a movie called The Burning. Um, oh, that was a good movie. I haven't I like watched him forever. Except for you saw Pusher Stevens' balls. As soon as the dude, Todd or whatever, gets into um, Burt Guy's shack, that movie just goes oh, and like shack. screeches to a halt. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like there's a hand on the kid's neck, but then the guy has two oh, yeah. hands on the flamethrower, and <laughs> yeah. the guy's walking around in a circle twice, and... It's just, and Keeps then the picture ah. of the girl he sees hanging up in the weird, it's just, it's rough. <laughs> I love anyway, it. I do too. But as far as Campbell Corpse goes, guys, I'm total Chris Barnes. There's no death metal oh, without Hammer Smash Face. And that song yeah. is just, <laughs> and um, anytime that you guys could like pause and, or talk over me or do whatever you guys do. Okay, um, but, but Shane, I agree with you with the thing about Mama. Whenever a movie has a mystery the whole time and then they have to like go, oh, I'm going to explain this oh, mystery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not scary. Was, yeah, yeah, Mama. And yeah. it's like the ring when Samara comes out of the TV. She's not scary anymore. She's right. a bitch in my living room. Yeah, Instead right. of before, when it's like you have no idea what the hell you're facing kind of thing. But I, do, I love that so movie, I, but I agree. That, um, you guys just said something about remakes. <clears throat> um, that people get mad. It's kind of like finding out some dude's fucking ex-girlfriend, I think. Like, you're, like, kind of pissed. You're like, I used to fuck that. <laughs> yeah. and, like, you're all fucking pissed off about it. Um, or you're out fucking a bunch of people anyway, and so you don't care who fucks your ex-girlfriend. Yeah, right, exactly. Um, those are the two ways to look at that, I guess. Oh, a lot of ex-girlfriends um, shit But as going far on. as the new question, um, the scenes that pop up and get, like, burned in your brain, Yeah. the girl in the closet in the ring... I just did her face. Yeah. And the old people coming under the door in Mulholland Drive. Can't do it. Cannot do it. It's always going to be there. But I'm totally excited to hear about the new album. I'm even more excited to hear about Thriller because that's like one of my favorite movies ever. Oh, cool. So um, I can't wait to hear the rest of the show. Bye, black guys. Uh, Yeah. He said, what? (laughs) We ain't no black guys. (laughs) Hey, black guys. It's uh, Creep again. Um, I just finished the show. Damn, and, what a leave. Um, acting like a mother. I she. absolutely love that movie. And cool. Christina Lundberg is hot as Oh, like, she's hotter than Holy Hell. She's adorable. <clears throat> but here we go. Um, when I first saw that movie, um, it was on. A, it was an old VHS, and I was in high school or something. <laughs> and it was called. I think it, I don't even think it was cultural. I think it was just called They Call Her One Eye. And there was no sex in it at all. Oh, like none of the, like, yeah, you got the cut stuff. one, yeah. 
And then, yeah, uh, picture like, I get married, have kids, blah, blah, blah. And we're on the road. I stop by this Tower Records, buy a bunch of DVDs. We're in the hotel room. I'm sitting there with the kids and everything. They're watching TV, and I have my laptop on my lap. And I, I put in Thriller, a cool picture. Oh, okay. shit. <clears throat> I knew it was the same movie. I'm watching it. And then all of a sudden, it was like close-up craw. Yeah. Ball sack. Ball sack, right? Like 3D ball sack coming at you. And it was like freaking out. I'm like screaming, and I forgot I had the headphones on, and I'm thinking that they're hearing everything, and I'm like slamming the keys and everything. It was very horrifying. That's great. But the kids sat on the bed, and you enjoyed the movie, and you were horny as shit. I'm going to have to say I don't think it is. Um, not a rape revenge? And this might be inconsiderate to women, and I'm not trying to be, but I believe more that this is like a drug exploitation flick. It's sure. like, this could happen to you. You could get hooked on hair. Well, they did let her go out do, for like weeks and shit. Because if Mondays I remember off. the movie correctly, <laughs> fuck. once they... And she made good money, too. It like, doesn't her. sound like a big deal. I actually and thought about going into that anymore. business. I don't think she's banging anyone during that time. She's like kind of just stuck there, doesn't know what to do. And her withdrawals and everything. And then she finally goes back to him and puts her hand out and wants the shit. And if she wants the shit, she's got to get back to yeah. um, doing the, the bone things with the dudes. And um, the face, so that's kind of wild. And that dude, uh, Tony, is like the epitome oh, he is of awesome dude, He's so gross. <laughs> but but the, the guy with the O face that you guys don't yeah, like, I, I think he has some very smart underwear. Like, I think oh. if you watch that again and see... Just because cool you have some practical underwear on doesn't mean oh, I like it. He's a snappy underneath dresser. It's pretty <laughs> cool down there. Um, but, like, honestly, the duel at the end of the movie, even though oh, it's yeah. the whole, I'm going to kick my leg and blow something up, it was kind of silly or whatever. Yeah. Um, the dude's rocking some white pants, and you got to give him that for being able <laughs> to pull that off. But, like, can you imagine being buried up to your head? Sitting in, there staring at her just sitting there cross-legged at you, just staring at you. And she's still not fucking saying anything. She's just staring at you. I think she, he's going to get GP'd. In the middle of nowhere, but there's a fucking... Yeah, he got GP'd. Yeah, hey, I got the thingy. So, um, anyway, I just think that the end of that movie is so fucking hardcore, dude. Oh, yeah. Like, this slow-mo stuff is slow-mo oh, and off That was too... Especially the karate shit. When you hear the gunfire, wow! That's that's like, all right. The bullet will be there in like five minutes, and then we'll shoot orange tomatoes. Like that's just great, and uh, it's just a really fun movie, you know. So good job, guys. Later. Thanks, creep. Because he creeps. Isn't that a TLC song? Yeah, I think it is a TLC. Is that is that what you're singing right now? And he keeps it on the down low. I don't know. What do I know? The only the only TLC song you need to Bullshit. know is Waterfalls. You knew it right away. Well, I don't only because it's on. Well, I love that song. Waterfalls. Please stick to the rivers and the streams that you used to. Uh, Gary, it's got left eye before she died. Left eye died. Yeah, didn't she like burn up crash. Andre Risen or something? Yeah, she set his shoes on fire in the tub and it burned down his house or some shit. Yeah, dude, she was pissed and then she died. Dude, she she's dead for she's real. She's dead. Why? It wasn't a, it wasn't in that fire. It was a plane crash. Oh, she went the way of freaking Buddy, Sweet Home Buddy Alabama. Holly and them motherfuckers. Oh, yeah, I was I was going more for uh, yeah Leonard Skinner, but the Big Bopper. <laughs> Chantilly lace. Well, all right, Gary. Face. Gary Common. 
Hey, fellas, this is Gary. Gary. Um, uh, the Gare man. The Gare Gare. I'm glad you guys are back in business again. Thanks, man. Um, miss you guys. It's a void in my life. Every every Saturday night, I couldn't listen to you guys. At oh, work. man. But uh, anyway, I call him for the question of the episode. I guess I forget the exact question of the episode was. I guess the OMG moment in a horror film. Yeah. Kick out of my head. Oh, sure. I guess I picked uh, the castration scene in Hostel 2 at the end where she... <sighs> Rips off his, uh, you know, his well, family his castration area parts, right? The hounds, sure, kind of stay with me there. And a more modern one, I guess. Uh, well, that's pretty modern too. But a newer one would be uh, American Mary. I guess the whole idea of uh, body modification. No, no spoilers till next week. That, uh, I felt a little eerie and it stayed in my brain for a long, long time. So I'll probably never watch it again. Oh what? Um, yeah, like I said, I'm glad you guys are back. And um, thanks, man. You listen to my show. Cinema Beef Podcast. Cinema's plug. Cinema Thanks, Beef. Guys. Bye. Cinema Beef Podcast. So, by the way, Cinema Beef makes Cinema me, Beef makes me hungry and makes me want to listen to that because I, you know me, I love beef. I love cinema and I love beef. What's not to like about that show? And you cinema generally beef. eat them together, right? If you're mm. watching a cinema movie, you at the cinema. When I'm in a cinema, kind of a beef. I like to product. have beef, but when I have beef, I don't necessarily need the cinema. Is, is all I'm saying. Okay, so yeah. But when I'm having my beef, <laughs> dude, I need some stuff. When cinema. I'm jerking my pink dildo, okay, yeah. when I'm, oh, yeah. you know, when I'm you're, in some dream and stuff like that, I like to have a beef. Yeah, exactly. Your big all right, sorry about that, folks. Clairvoyant uh, pink dingo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, GP called in. I'm a GP. Hey, guys, GP. Uh, almost done with the episode, and uh, Mike is professing his love for the Furberger yet again. Uh, I'm just going to put this out there. He um, loves him. I paused it before he's going to go. I don't him, care dude. what he's about to say. Okay. Outside of that. Maybe he's going to say, I totally agree. Outside, I'm just saying, I want to go on record right night. now, no matter what he says, outside of Osaka Popstar, everything I've said on this show, I believe. Okay. Okay. That's outside fine. of Osaka, because we already went over how you, we changed Because you that. changed your opinion yeah. totally. I still, that. listen, and just so you know, people, it's not like, it's not like I only like Ferber. I like like every color in the rainbow. If yeah, you know you like I mean. them big and bushy as you can get them. All the way and, to. And red hair, blonde hair is fine. Just as yes. long as they're giant and bushy. Well, and I, but, but what I'm saying is, is I do like that, but I'm not only, I don't only like that because I like to open my mind. Oh, okay. Open my mind up. But most, that's always a good thing. Mostly I like big giant ones. Yeah, big the, belly button. Demi Be- more belly, belly buttons to knees. Just, okay, yeah, just bring it. <laughs> I'm not too cool with flossing my teeth while I'm having a fish taco. Thank you. I'm, I'm just saying. Why are you so crass? Why'd I'll, you have to go I'll there? I'll call back later. Bye. Oh yeah, he did call back later too. Thank you. So he he, he called in only I mean, to I, say I'm, that. I'm I'm, I'm uh, channeling my inner Corey. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Thank I you appreciate it. That. I appreciate it. Okay, no, that's my inner Corey too. I freak. By the way, I freaking love Corey. I, I don't. Corey I, don't <laughs> I do love that guy. Um, let me say one thing too, though. I'm what? a bearded fella. I'm so a bearded you like to fella. mix the hairs. No, all I'm saying is, one way or another, there's going to be some hair that's going to end up in my, my mouth. One way or another. Okay, so it doesn't matter. Is this too gnarly? Even so as long as it's you know. Well, you shave your top lip, so I, I do. mean, it's you keep it free of, you know. Yeah, sure. You, you could like totally take a corn dog and not 
have to worry about like any mustard or anything like yeah. hanging on the whiskers. Sure. No, yeah. But so it's like, but, but, mean, but what, what all I'm saying is, it, let me in, tell you something. In the, in the throws of passion, the beard goes. Let me tell you something. Son. Can I tell you a little secret? I wish you would. If you're eating the ladies' pleasure parts, that beard that you've got <laughs> mm-hmm. won't touch a lick of anything that's going on. Because if you're doing it right, what you're if, hitting all the right spots, and that beard doesn't touch a what, lick. What of if hair. it's upside down? What if Might you're what, a hole. what I was gonna say? You know what? There's something to be. Oh, but you're what, talking I'm, about double spins. No, I'll, and okay, like okay, okay, okay. What if I'm twisting up? Stop I'm right doing there. a headstand. We're gonna oh. stop right there. We're gonna go ahead, GP. Call in one more. T- that was disgusting, you pig. Hey guys, Gracie Poppy. Hi, Shane. Hey, Shane. Hi, Hi. Um, I don't know what that means. Let's see. Uh, question the episode. What it is? Uh, seen that six in your mind, no matter how trivial. All right, well, this isn't trivial, and it's no bullshit. This, I, I'm not making this up. <laughs> the shower scene from Psycho. Every goddamn oh, day. Yeah, that's I, 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 I just watch Psycho. Whenever I take a shower, first thing I do. Who doesn't think about that right because, now? You know, the killer waits. I got to pause it real quick. Jesus Christ. I gotta, I'm sorry, GP. I mean, don't you think he's flattering himself just a little bit to think that somebody's going to stab him in his shower? I mean, do you know? Do, do th- oh, really? You don't think that uh, that because he saw a beautiful blonde get stabbed because of some crazy guy? Do you think that he like sees himself as a, like on the same level as a beautiful blonde? He might not see himself on the same level, but I'll tell you what: we don't know where that guy lives. He might live in Brown Town or something where he gets stabbed <laughs> at any moment. Uh, okay, know. okay. Outside of that, outside of that though, if, oh. if he doesn't listen, if he does not live in Brown, okay. If what he, does Brown Town mean? Well, by I'm just the way, saying, that, like, like Jug Town, like hobos and jugs. Okay. And no, ju- okay. Agreed. Jug, agreed. But you know what? I, I I'm I really hate that I I'm, I cannot remember her name, but she was not ugly. Okay, yeah. I'm saying stabbable. You know. Uh, she was stabbable. All, all I'm saying is she got stabbed because uh, because she was stabbable. Anthony Perkins got a boner, and he's like his you know his other crazy brain was like you know yeah, kill him Norman kill, you know except for I mean that Norma. might be a question for the episode. Who's stabbable to you? <laughs> Who's stabbable? Who would you stab? I mean, hot and sexy stabbable. Sure, I you I know mean, what's funny is I just watched that movie too this last week because I'm super into the uh, minute he the brought that time. up though. Literally, I can picture that entire scene. Well, I can head. too because I so just watch a. I just, I just think he's flattering himself a little too much. Is all I'm saying. For you to be relaxed before he comes into the uh, to the bathroom. So I, right away, take care of my hair and I don't keep my eyes closed for longer than three or four seconds. And when I'm done with that, you know, I'm ready to, to deal with this other bitch when he breaks in. Yeah. But you know, <laughs> always, whenever I'm closing my eyes, I'm like listening to make sure that the door is you know. I don't uh, have hair, so I don't need to close my um, eyes. Listen to here if it opens up or whatever, but it just that I, I, ever since uh, I saw that, I cannot, you know, can't take a shower Alright, ghosts. <sighs> Gotta make a confession here. Um, I, I really like ghosts. I like this new album. I'm just not as gay for it as everybody else is. Oh, um, oh really? Okay. I really like Gula. The first part of Gula, Gula, I love it. It's it's top of pain oh, uh, picture in my head Please. as he's singing that it's so wonderfully fucked up. It, it is a beautiful thing. Um, I like everything else. I think my problem, and it's not. Dude, you totally got GP'd and you didn't call back. You didn't call back. You know, you know, I'll he was finish a, his statement. Okay. So I really love that. I think that is fantastic. 
and I loved every bit about it. It's completely awesome. Oh, agreed. So, I agreed. love you guys very much, and you're very sexy and handsome. And you're okay. right. I I am I am uh, 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 fl- uh, flattering myself, thinking I'm gonna get stabbed by a crazy person in that. Okay. No, is that uh, too much? Like uh, too far? You suck. <laughs> uh, you suck. I know. I do. Whatever. Uh, Jake the Snake called in. Oh, the Jaker. What's up, Mike and Shane? Jake the Snake. Jake. Uh, Snaking us. I want to say about the thriller, a cruel picture. Well, uh, I've never seen it, but I got faded when I first saw this on your uh, list of upcoming movies a long ass time ago. All I could think was, these guys are doing a Michael Jackson video? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, our intellectual it take on it Thriller. Been, uh, John Landis, I felt uh, that he really... By the way, we haven't given our, our intellectual take on anything since episode one. I really felt that, that he really... John Landis, yes. I mean, what was that all about with the eyes? By the way, by the way, let let's let me throw it out there right now. Thriller, like the big thirteen minute or whatever it is, thriller. You know that whole the music and like the Mm -hmm. oh, you know, hey, I'm enjoying this. You know, with Michael Jackson stuff like that. That's better than a lot of movies. You have to admit, dude. That one of those videos, and then Vincent Price. I remember. Oh yeah. Let me tell you something. In fact, this brings up, uh, you know, the question of the episode is what What are some scenes that that kind of stick in your mind? Mm -hmm. That time when like zombies are walking, all of a sudden one guy's arm falls off. That was that. That was the one that stuck in my mind for like for a long time. The the shit out of me. Yeah, I've kind of grown out of that a little bit because every stupid asshole does that when they get the chance, you know, the whole thrill. But you know what? But I'm it j- didn't, so it didn't stick in your mind? Well, it's, oh. well, sure it did, but but I mean, not Because every asshole that you know at the mall or something does that. Movie. Well, you know, down at the the, 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 the Nightmare on 13th, you're, oh, wait, yeah. you're waiting in line, then all of a sudden. Oh, God, I never fucking go down there for that. <laughs> well, you can't help it. You're in line thinking, I'm going to get in line. I'm going to go see this haunted house. Then all of a sudden, <sighs> it just breaks so out. Horrible. It just breaks out, man. That's good. Whatever. A movie that stuck out to me is unlike that. Ooh, eh, I could go on all day about things, but I'll just use a very <laughs> recent example. Oh, good. Of a movie I saw recently, The Evil Dead. Uh, well, first of all, you know, whenever, oh, yeah. first, whenever this first was announced, uh, I think you remember, I think maybe on the Facebook group I was like against it and all, you know, but... Now that I've seen it, oh, I love it. I did too. I hate to admit. I don't hate to admit. I loved it. Yeah, I mean, this is dividing people. Some people hate it. They're me. (laughs) There are people like me who love it, and you know, it. I like Dark Knight level of awesome. Oh, that's that's a bold statement. But you know, few images in that you know always stayed with me, like that scene where. The character of Mia is in her bedroom after the uh, tree rape scene, and <laughs> she is telling her brother David that they have to get out of there. Yeah, they that's I've heard look little on her face. I mean, God, that Jane Levy. I mean, not only yeah. is she not ugly, but God, she was a good. good actress in this yeah. movie. I actually believe she was terrified, man. <laughs> oh, and, and uh, the other image in that movie. A uh, very spoiler, so I'm not going to say exactly what it is, but 
for a hint for anyone who has seen it. Chainsaw. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I never had a bigger smile on my face than that moment. Not since the uh, pencil trick in Dark Knight. Yes, yes. That was I'm a good one. Comparing this movie to the Dark Knight. Okie dokie. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Oh, bless your little soul. You I freaking know. love Jake the Snake, dude. I yeah. mean, there's so many good people, but Jake the Snake is... Like, he's one of them. He's one. He, he's, he's someone you take in your crew. Here's the thing. I feel like if I were to go to Jake the Snake's house and knock on the door right now, he'd be like, come on in. Mom, it's okay. It's okay. This is Mike. He's okay. Yeah, and we would hang our, out. She'd and be I, like, oh my God, what's this ape doing in here? Yeah, exactly. Well, thank you for that, by the way. But I feel like Jake the Snake is a place that if I was ever caught in a jam, he'd help me out. I yeah. really do. I really do. I feel like he's one of those guys that if I said, Jake, you're going to go with me to bury this body. He would be okay with that? He would say, I'm on board. He's like, I need three bottles of Robitussin, but then I'll do it. Get in the back with the body. Just get in the back and hold it down for the cops so they don't see the cops. Something's moving in the body bag. Jake, get the saws. He'd be like, yeah. Dude. I'm with you. I, you know what's weird? You know, and, and I don't want to get weird right now, but the thing uh, is, is a lot of the people that I've never even met in real life that call in a lot in the hip, kind of the show, yeah. I really feel like they, that, that they are good friends of mine, you know? And it's like, I would go to Jake's hey, house. This is new technology. It is, well, sure. You it, can be best friends. You can be BFFs <laughs> with someone that's halfway across the Listen, country. Listen, for all I know, if I were to ever knock on Jake the Snake's house, uh, his door, he'd be like, get the F out of here, you giant ape. Yeah. Mother effer. But you know what? I In my mind right now, I think that I could go do that, and I think that he'd let me I in. think that he would know exactly who you are. And he would you say, so? oh, my God, here's some no. mac and cheese. You want ketchup on it? Let's- <laughs> well, ranch. Ranch is kind of a Utah ranch. thing, though. Ranch on mac and cheese? What? Delicious. Never heard of that. Delicious is holy hell. Yeah, it's good. That's fucking disgusting. <laughs> All right. Jake, thanks for calling in, my man. Uh, we have James Irma Gersh calling in. Oh, the Gersher. From Montana. This is a Beelzebub. Oh, we're still going. Oh. Satanus. Lucifer. Lucifer. Are we still going? Yeah, oh, we're still going. Oh, he's just going. Oh, I mean, Ghoul One. Ghoul One. I do not remember the question of your recent program because I do not understand English very well. It's like Telemundo. Before I get... I wonder uh, if there's any uh, hot bitches. They call in your country, uh, GP. Yes, that is it. Just know the hell's goals are coming. Viva la revolution. Come on. Viva la re- revolution. I don't even know the, what that was all about. I don't I even... I think that, that ties in with Ghoul 1. I Yeah, I think... Because he said Papa, Papa e uh, Grande. Here, here's something. the thing. Here's the thing. Oh. Okay. I bet you that guy like flew from, from Alabama where uh, Alan is, to Montana. Why you'd want to go to Montana, I have no idea. Listen, I have one of my best buddies growing up actually went to Montana and, and like writes for one of the big papers there. 
Oh yeah, but like the Montana Press, uh, Montana Gazette or some oh, shit. Gazette. I have I have no idea. It's either Press or Gazette. Like one of sure. my best buddies in the whole world. You know, he, well he was. I haven't talked to him in ten years, fifteen years. But but uh, dude, for Ghoul One to, to to make that trek across country, that's pretty solid, man. He's about other other than that, I have no idea. Okay, the next call that we have. Okay. Oh, okay. I listened to this one. I have to. I have to confess. I'm, I I listened to this one all the way through because this one's from a place that is uh, really close to my heart, Kaysville, Utah. Oh, Provo, Utah. No, 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 oh, Kaysville, Utah, which is where I went to high school. In mm-hmm. uh, I'm a Davis Dart. Can uh, I just say that right now? I'm a Davis a Dart. Davis Dart, and don't you call him a tart? We, uh you can call. I don't care if you call me. Actually, it's okay. no big deal. But we went two and eight our senior year in football. Okay, two and eight. That's you know that's not very cool. Anyways, this person I listened to it to see who it was because I thought it might be Sam, because Sam lives in that yeah, area. Yeah, that would be fucking rad. But and it not- wasn't. And it wasn't. But so I'm like, oh shoot, is this Sam? So I listened to it, and it was somebody brand new, but it's somebody who is also mysterious. Oh, mysterious. So we let's go mysterious. ahead and listen to this one. Radio show there. (laughs) Definitely not saying. Yeah, talking about them picture shows and them scary movies, boy. (laughs) You know, I like to go down them scary movies. I get me that hot butter popcorn. Apparently, the coach from uh, The Water Boy lives in Caseville. Just rub it all over my chest. Popcorn. So good. Yeah, I like this fucking sure. Who is he? Oh, man, I have no idea. It's not Sam. Well, you know what? <laughs> he has a oh. he has a Kaysville number, which is up the street. What? Gonna okay. get some talking about the scary movies. Uh, scary movies and the Gonna popcorn. Get him some buttered. I popcorn. wonder. I wonder who that was. Son, call back in, okay, and let us know who you are. Come out of the closet there. Well, at least uh, give us a name. We don't even have a name for a creepy no, fella. You know, I I I logged him as Kaysville, Utah. K. That's so, all I knew. It's Be, okay. Only because we'll when call you call him K. By the way, everybody, I want to warn you. When you call the bone phone, I know where you're from and I know your phone number, so I could call you back in any time. Is that something maybe we should have disclosed earlier? Earlier? No. no. But okay, okay. Well, you Listen know, what, you know what? Now I hope K calls back. Let's go with K. That's creepy. K. K's Phil. Let's call him K. Lord, maybe he'll call in. I, call in again, K. You're from Kaysville. You're from my hometown, almost except for I'm from Farmington, where you're lucky you didn't come home in a body bag. Oh, it's tough for no other tough reason. Str- than, tough streets. Yeah, tough streets. Tough streets. Uh, anyway, uh, Lauren called in a couple times. About time. Hi, Megan, Shane. It's Lauren. I'm sorry I didn't call back last week, um, <laughs> especially all the nice things that you said about me. Well, you're um, nice. I guess. Yeah, I just. Um, we depressed you into calling. Just kidding. I love you too. Oh, what? Um, huh? And uh, I'm also sad I didn't call in for Thriller because I love that movie. Oh, you love that girl. I've got the girl. t-shirt. I've got the dog my dog is one eye um oh, yeah but i'll i'll listen Daisy, to you and do call a back after. which by the way is weird because she actually cut that dog's eyeball without yeah she did it herself just because she loves that movie so much 
And uh, Tony's message with the the sound of of Shane's pee reminded me of the Skype call, the the international first international course cast Skype call. Oh yeah, we got to do that um, again. Oh, I freaking yeah. loved it. That, yeah, we took a couple pees in that. Huh? Somebody's tablet, getting married new because tablet, of that, and you would bring it into the bathroom when you went to take a pee break. Yeah. So everyone was you got to listen to the stream, and Tony did a pretty pretty yeah, accurate. He captured it pretty accurately. Um, it was the most manly pee stream I've ever heard. Yeah, Tony's um, a pretty manly peer. Was, He's got a good. All the peer. ladies were impressed. We had like a side chat going on Skype. Oh, I um, just spilled that on me. We were swooning, and um, yeah, I, just, I guess I didn't call back because, like, oh, that was your pee pee. Good job. I know job. our periods have all been synced since the uh, um, since the freak end, but yeah, when you were kind of you're gone, Mike. But I guess our periods got messed up. Yikes. Anyway, I'm looking forward to the new episode. I couldn't really think of a something that took me out of the movie, but I totally agreed with Shane actually because I was about um, Mama. Mama. I haven't Mama. seen Mama. We were giggling by the end of that movie, because um, yeah, there was they showed a lot of the CGI ghost. She was a great design, and it started out as a really creepy movie. The short is incredibly creepy. Um, but I just found it was too much focus on this. Um, that makes me this, sad. The ghost looked like she maybe was a cross between. She looked like a baby, like an alien with fetal alcohol syndrome. Um, <laughs> yeah, it had a Disney it was, ending. It so was anyway, kind of weird. Um, love you guys. Looking forward to oh, listening thanks. to what you thought of the fantastic performance of Christina Lindbergh in Thriller, and then I will call back later. She called back later. Bye. But to all you lucky listeners, she called back right now. Hey, Mike and Shane, it's Lauren. I promised I'd call back. You're um, a woman of your words. Review. You um, do it. <laughs> yeah, I give a, a ghost album a bone, a bone saw. Oh, so nice. Awesome. Nice. I mean, of course you would. Um, but, yeah, that sounded really great. And, um, yeah, what else? I was trying to, just like listening to your review of Thriller, I was struck by the, my main thought was like, I don't remember the anal cream pie in the porn shot. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, have to not. <laughs> um, I don't so remember that. Funny. I have to go watch it again. Um, and I actually, I liked how they threw him in there because it wasn't as much of the like, ooh, sexy, like, rape fantasy. It was like, Nope, they're making it. It's so porn to say cream pie, too. Uh, I mean, Lauren, I got your number. I know what you're on. Lauren loves the porn. It's disgusting, but it helped make her performance more effective. Porno connoisseurs call the cream pie. I've never heard that word in my life. Um, Mostly what you see of her is, you know, she did like the sex comedies and all that. Um, Or even like disgusting sex movies like Anita Swedish Nymphette. You need to see Anita Swedish Nymphette. I recommend watching the trailer, but a lot of it was like. It was kind of boring, but... I forget if that one or Made awesome, in Sweden. Awesome no, Anita Swedish Men in Fat is the one where she's, like, bringing home, home old dudes and, like, blowing them in the Swedish winter, and you're like, oh, God. Well, I hope uh, I hope that's me one day. So those were more... Blowing a guy in the Swedish winter. No, no, no. No, I hopefully I'm the old guy. Thank you, Shane, for that. Movies, but this was, like... This kicked all kinds of ass. So Swedish. She was much more... I thought her acting was great, and, and um... She really handled the sensitivity of the character and the subject matter well. Um, 
Yeah, I looked up some shit on the, the Wikipedia, too, and there was some, something about, like, how they took out a life insurance policy on her. Cause yeah, they were all she did, all her stunts and stuff. And, uh, they used real ammo, but I have a feeling, that sounds like film apocrypha. You know, they you, they would have probably at least gotten, like, a stunt arm to shoot up the dope. Open, no, too. she was doing they water a, and salt, hooch. or sugar, and stunt balls and peen. So um, lots of balls. I don't know, but I'm really glad you did it. Too much ball peen hammers. If you know what I mean. um, and for the question of the episode, um, movie moment: Zelda and Pet Cemetery. I wasn't able to finish watching that movie. It was my friends when we were kids. They're having like a right over, and I was just. No, yeah. I can't go back to it. It haunts me. Scary as shit. And Poltergeist 2, that's also another one of those child trauma movies. Anyway, can't wait for the new episode. Bye. Oh, Lauren, I love you so GD much. Yeah. I do. I do. I think she's great. She's fan. She's wonderful. You know, and she's she's just a wonderful lady. She's Can you say that? Patagutsi and the best. She is Patagutsi from the Sadatutsi Tadabi or whatever you just said. Uh, let's see. Uh, next up on the call list, uh, Nikki B. Nikki B. Mike uh, Shane, what's up? Uh, Nikki B. Colin. Batagliaris. Uh, about the question of the week. First, I like to answer the question you asked last week, or the statement you made about me saying that you bet I could cook the shit out of a pizza. Oh, yeah. And the answer is, I can't cook the shit out of a pizza. Did you say can? I'm in Chicago. He said I fat. can. You learn how to make a pizza here. Well, oh, shit, yeah, yeah bro. I want to tell you? Deep Did dish. Did you say that you guys are now on speed dial for me? I don't know. That was That's badass. Anyway, uh, the scene <laughs> that I can't get out of my head. This scene is from a movie, an old movie, and it is completely ruined eating any kind of yogurt or custard or oh, anything. Oh, no. Oh, dear. It's from... Dead Alive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Dead Alive, where the ear and shit falls in. Old people are decomposing and their skin and shit is falling into the uh, custard as they're eating it. Oh, my God. Every time oh, I yeah, eat that now, dude, that's my son some tapioca or some shit like that, I always visualize that scene. That scene never gets out of my head. <laughs> and it is the freaking grossest thing i ever seen. But, you know, whatever. Still a good movie, though. All right, you guys have a good one. Bye, dude. That is a great movie, but I'll tell you, but he's right, dude. That dude that's just eating that fucking oh, pudding. So he's gross. Like, this is so goddamn good. <laughs> and it's like, oh, yeah. That <laughs> you know what? What what was it? Dead? What was that? Australian zombie movie where they were doing that again? I can't remember. There was another one. There was another like freaking uh, like pudding eating zombie movie or something like that. That it was just like, you know what, that's pretty gross, but you know what, it does not, nothing compares yeah, to, to that. You. Exactly. You know, that one is the, the number one mother effing gross as shit. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. That's a good one. Dude, Tony Zoni called back in. I hope he peed again. Oh, the Tony Zoni. Hey, Mike and Shane. Tony from Arizona. I like him. He's got stereo question of the episode. Oh, You'd baby. asked about if you had a particular scene from a movie that kind of stuck with you couldn't get out of your head type thing. I had a couple of them and they were both from when I was a, a kid. The first one was the end of phantasm and I don't want to spoil that. So I don't really talk about it. Sure. The second was from shockwaves and it was the this, this scene where oh, yeah, dude. the first soldier, the zombie soldier kind of slowly rises up out of the water 
And then you have two more guys kind of rise up behind him. And then behind them, you have two or three more guys. And for whatever reason, that really freaked me out as a kid. Watching a thriller, A Cruel Picture, was the one that I saw. And I, I, I can't remember. I think there was the caller one eye, and then there was the one that... Uh, they the call her picture. one and eye, I can't and then a which cruel one picture, had the yeah. actual porno in it. A cruel picture. But the version that I saw, I knew it was going to have the uh, the porno scenes in it. And even knowing that those things were going to come up, it kind of was a little bit of a like a slap in the face because those things were just so abruptly dropped in. Yeah, they were. Uh, but I liked the movie. I thought it was a, you know it's a real good of the uh, example of the some of the exploitation genre and things like that. Oh, Shane, this is for you. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, yeah. First time caller. Whoa, 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 what? Nice. Two weeks in a row? Two weeks with the pain. He was Q's compliment. This is some beating. Give that to us next week. I might have a beat to go with. <laughs> That's drip. Now. Oh, there we he go. Did, he did it, too. Yeah, he, yeah. he did it. And a flush. So he gave it the little tinkle off, and then he flushed it. Last time, he <laughs> just right, went guys, Take care. I'll talk to you later. He's got Tony more. Zoning. He's got more. And recording is off. Shaney, shaney, shane. Oh, God. Shane likes to pee. Oh, I hate Look these fuckers. Zach gave me Facebook one of these. With your shirt off. Look at you with your little dolphin body all smooth and silky. <laughs> Maybe I'll drive up there one night. Give you a little surprise. Oh. Oil you up. Pump my man yogurt all over your blowhole. Oh, that would be nice. Fun time for everybody. Ah, <coughs> oh, fuck. The recorder's still on. Okay, well, I'll just oh, make sure I edit this part sweet. out. Oh, that's awful. That's so great, dude. Oh, man. Dude, you're, you're, you are now the dolphin. I'm the dolphin you're boy. The dolphin. Hey, I'll take that. Oh, that's beautiful, dude. Tony Zowney. You know, by man. the way, he not only peed, but he he ejaculated. He blew all it all over my blowhole, man. <laughs> Jesus. That's a Tony Zowney right oh, there. That's awful. Uh, Wolfie. You know, Wolfie called in three times, so we're going to go ahead and just finish off the voicemails with Wolfie. Awesome. Uh-huh. Yeah, apparently that one was a butt call because I just know if it's from Wisconsin, it's Wolfie, right? Hey there. Sorry about that silent call earlier. I oh, he seem to be managing to dial you with every part of my body. <laughs> Go figure. Uh, I figure I'll give you a few moments to get the jokes out of your system there. <laughs> yep. Yep, there we go. That ought to do it. Yeah, thank you, sir. Ah, this is the Wolfman calling in. I just figured that I would mention something about the... I actually forgot what the question of the week is. Oh, I thanks. I to go the show again and call you back later with that one. He does. But I just wanted to mention something about Investisumam. Uh, what the, the hell? Happened? What's going on? Technology? He's probably saying some good shit right now, too. I know. Seriously. this he's It's almost over. He probably said a lot of good shit right here too. Wolfie, your phone blows. Sorry to sorry sorry to mention that to you, but he called him one more time. Let's see let's see if he finishes it up. Mike Shane, don't know if that last call actually completed the signal with that place is lousy. Yeah, yeah that was, sorry. Um, short version. 
Infestissimum Premium Edition uh, actually comes with two extra songs on it and the video for Secular Haze. Oh, cool. So, nice. Secular Haze? Just something yeah. to consider when I you're like looking from zero, or, uh, to check out. Year Zero. Question of the week. Um, seeing in a movie, horror movie that just doesn't leave your head no matter how trivial or yeah. inane it might otherwise be. Yes? Well, honestly, it's kind of hard to pin it down. <laughs> I would say that one for sure... Yes? Um, he's he's distracted. I would say, honestly, the scene with uh, from Sinister, from the end... That's where the second one, second alert, Sinister. Uh, I haven't Buck seen Poole it. ...is walking oh, off with good. the girl at the end and... Just disappearing from the film. That's something you don't forget easily. And another one, going back to paranormal activity, would be the scene where Katie, just standing next to the bed, rocking yeah. back and forth, <laughs> watching Micah sleeping. Yeah, that's, oh, yeah. that's, that's your lady wonder. right there. That's yeah. one of those moments where it's okay, we are grabbing the ball bat, and we are not sleeping without it. <laughs> from ever more ball ever bag? again. We're in we're uh, engraving a couple of crucifixes too, you know, just in case. <laughs> Says the pagan. Um. Anyways, I will let you guys get going, and looking forward to the next show. This is the Wolfman. Talk to y'all later. Well, there you go. That's all we got for voicemails, man. The wolf. Thank you so much for calling in, everybody. Round it out as well, always. The Wolfman has a special place in my heart as well, just like Jake the Snake and whatnot. Everyone. Yeah, every, you know, but I was going to say that my heart is large, people. You can continue to make your little home in my heart by calling 385-351-9273. Shane, what is your answer to this question? Okay, the I've got one that sticks in my mind and has not left me. And I've talked about the elephant man oh, yeah, several yeah, times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But one scene that sticks in my head is when... The main, uh, the, the patriarch or the, the main nurse sure. sends the girl up with the dishes at the soup for oh, the yeah. elephant man. Oh, yeah, sure. And she gets to the door and says, Hey, look, he's messed up looking, you know, and she opens the door and he's as nervous as she is. Right. Right. And she and screams and he screams back. That scene right there uh-huh. has stuck in my brain really? forever, dude. Really, you yeah. know what? the thing is that whole movie's pretty haunting, though. I mean, oh, I love it. And it's a, I mean, it's a David Lynch, but is it a real horror movie or is it just you know? Well, I mean, what, what I'm saying is, is that it gives me the same feelings a horror movie does. Sure. but I don't know if it should or shouldn't. I always feel kind of bad about it. You know? Yeah, which is weird. Well, that's you know? which the, is a movie that's. That, that's a that's the good thing about that movie is by the end of it you're like I love you motherfucker but you're creepy looking. I didn't feel that same way about the, the kid crab in the mask. crawl dude oh well sure are you talking about uh, Exorcist Exorcist crab crawl yeah, that's, that's stuck in my that's you know, a good one sure not so much her crab crawl right. but her but but the mom's face when she sees well dude just think her as a parent how would you like to see that's kind of stuck in my brain that's freaky dude. I mean, to, just you, you're right. I mean, in pointing out the the mother, where you know you have kid, you have a kid. You know, you how yeah. would it be if you saw something like that? It would horrify you. It would be awful. It would ruin your just oh. the horror on her face when she looks up and goes, 
what the hell? <laughs> you know, what's funny is everybody was kind of coming up with these really disturbing answers and stuff like that. Mine's just yeah. pretty on the, on the, you know, pretty easy, you know, pretty, uh, just kind of didn't scare me. It was just one that every once in a while I'll be like rocking out and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden I'll picture it in my mind. You know, okay. on uh, Friday the 13th part six, you got, you know, you got, uh, that dude and that chick in the Winnebago and they're driving down. You got Jason in the Winnebago and whatnot. And, uh, we got teenage Frankenstein from Alice Cooper playing. Okay. And then right after it, you know, he's killing, he's killed both people, both the kids in there. And like, he gets up on top of the, 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 the Winnebago takes right. a jump and it blows up and he's sitting there on top of it. You know, and you got that teenage Frankenstein and it's just kind yeah. of, and it's just kind of like fading out, you know, but you see that scene, man. And it's gorgeous. Teenage and, uh, Frankenstein. And they do it in a way that it just kind of echoes out. It's like, Stein, Stein, Stein. It's like, holy shit, that is amazing. That's the one. That's I, I seriously, I think about that all the time, just when I'm like rocking at work or whatever. I know, it's weird. All of a sudden, I'll just think, it's, it's awesome. Great. It's weird the way your mind does that. Where yeah. Just, like, you think about things, you go, fuck, that's weird. That, well, that's... You know, and it always makes me smile. So I, I hope nobody's watching me while I'm like rocking the, the, the code or whatever. And all of a sudden I'm like smile, like grinning. Or that guy next to you is like, what are you thinking about, Mike? You're, yeah. you're so, you're like, well, I'm thinking about Jason on top of the Winnebago. <laughs> no, no, nobody ever asked me that. What are you thinking about, Mike? Penny uh, for your thoughts? Nobody's ever no, said that to me. No, no, nobody. Oh, bullshit. no. Plus I would look over and go, dude, come on. <laughs> really? You're like. Bitch. Penny for my thoughts. What? What is this? What are you doing? Uh, question for next episode. Oh. Uh, you came up with this one. Oh. I got this off the Facebook group that, that you came up with, okay? Um, you just, it's right after you watch the Blair Witch Project. Right. Okay, and you're like, oh my gosh, I forgot how annoying and irritating that girl is. Heather <sighs> is. Heather horrible. Donahue. Um. She and basically it was your question. Name your most irritating, sorry, irritating. Que- uh, oh my holy hell! Irritating character in a horror film. There you go. Three eight five three five one nine two seven three. That is three eight five three five one nine two seven three. Who is your most irritating character in a horror movie? There are plenty of them, but well, everyone's got that one singer, huh? It just, that's just oh like. That God, ruins the, I hate the one you. that just ruins the movie for people. And I, I think I already know my answer for it, but whatever. We got it going. We got Are you it. You ready for some Halloween? That's what's coming up next, man. We got one minute of Halloween coming up. Ugh. I, I just hope we can get the point across in one minute. Well, let's see what you can do. Let's do it.
Insightful, thought-provoking, and delivered by somebody who's trained to critically dissect every aspect of a motion picture without ever having to use obscenities. Then you've got the wrong f***ing show. Kruger Nation Horror Podcast is ready to feed your slasher movie and exploitation needs. There'll be more blood, expletives, and titties than you can shake your grandma's beetle flaps at. Visit www.kruegernation.com. You just heard Mike's minute that's never going to be a minute. It's never a minute. 
You're asking me, hey, you're it's just asking the name. Me, it's just the name. A title. You're asking me this question. You're saying, why keeper of the seven keys part one? Oh, why is that? Why? Because there's so many. There's like 14 albums to choose from. Yeah. The reason why I picked this little delicious treat uh-huh. is because this was my young, uh, uh, I was a young man and I saw the Headbangers Ball. Oh, with, with Ricky Rackman, not Halloween. Halloween was the first track oh, really? that I ever heard from cool, this band. Awesome. I said, hey, that's pretty good it's stuff. It's Halloween. Dun, dun, dun. Which, by the way, is 13 minutes long. I assume that they 13 minutes, 18 seconds long. And they cut it down to like <laughs> oh, four cool. minutes. Yeah, on. they got to have MTV time. Yeah. Max you know, five minutes. You, you save that for Pantera Cowboys from Hell or something. It's sure. like, hey, bitch, you know, we got to cut your song. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, fans of power metal, triumphant metal. High clean range vocals, prog rock, pro nah, not so much well, proggy. Really, Dream Theater, Queens, Reiki. Uh, I don't know. I that, so you so so Dream Theater and that's you throw those in. the I throw prog well. Rock. I mean, you get you got a couple of different. I, I throw back like in the Rush day. Well, I was gonna say back in the rock. day, prog rock. Well, Rush. Well, Rush, of course. But I think Queens, Reich and Dream Theater have kind of been been. You know, even King's X has been thought of as prog rock. You know, King's X is prog rock. I don't know. Yeah, it's uh, maybe okay. I don't know well, what I'm talking about, but I think I do, and I think you know. But yeah, okay, you got this metal band that have the and they've got the let's go for to the mountains. It's Halloween. Yeah, it's 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 power. It's Absolutely. it's okay. metal. It's there's no it's doubt rock and power roll. Rock. No, no doubt. It's I'm not power metal rock you. and roll. Kid. Yeah, let's go. Okay. <laughs> Halloween.org is where you can find the band. You can like them on Spotify. All of this shit is on Spotify. By the way, not is this album? This album's on Spotify. Yes, it is. It is? Okay, yes. so I totally missed it. Let me ask you something. Can we can we take a little break real quick? Can, okay. I, can I mention something? By the way, Spotify's going for this whole social thing, and you can follow people on Spotify now, and they can follow you and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, Is that weird? Because I just want to listen to some tunes and stuff. Uh, it's just over in the column though, right? So you don't have to even like deal with it. No, but it's like, oh, by the way, so-and-so followed you. And it's like, oh, okay. I hope they don't, I hope they don't like judge me for what I listen to. Well, then you've got like a hot Twitter type situation where it's like, yeah, I follow five people (laughs) and there's like 8,000 following me. So no, I, I, I don't know. Does it really matter? I'm just too old for this social media stuff. I really am. Oh, I'm in it to win it, baby. Well, I love the robots and everything. I'm well, like, yeah, yes. you get some taint out of it. Uh, Keeper of the Seven Keys Part 1 came out in May 1987, 56 minutes, 58 seconds long. That's with the four bonus tracks. Yeah. They're not on the vinyl that I own. Um, So you're looking at about 37 minutes with this album. And literally... Halloween is thirteen minutes. Halloween's long. Yeah. Halloween. Halloween's Halloween. Halloween's Halloween. That was Halloween? the big hit. That was their what? big. It's a great tune. That was their big boomer. Sure. And that was thirteen minutes on that vinyl record right. and on Spotify. That's a big pig right there on your record. When you <laughs> see like that grip of, it's like a couple inches like, worth. Oh of man, this is gonna be. A, remember when grooves. you pull vinyl out and go. And you could see yeah, all yeah, the spaces in there. Sure. Then you'd see one of them big ass songs. What were, is it? Like, like, like dude, like Inagata DeVita is the yeah. whole side. Yeah. Like, You're what going, the oh, holy hell? I don't yeah. hear that all the way through, sure. for God's sakes. 
Uh, this is the second album from the band. The first album was called Walls of Jericho. Oh. You can see where you're where we're going with this. You know, a young lad that grew up in 1987. Oh, who would that be? Me. Oh, yeah, I knew it. I had some fire for this band. Sure. And they never really ever got out of the gate. You know, I mean, they right. were, It's like, that was their, Headbangers Ball right. with that song was their big, ta-da. Sure. And they're a great band. Yeah. But they didn't have that staying power. Wonder you know, what, they kind of fell off into the... Which is weird because, I mean, I, I'll be honest with you, I'm not like a huge uh, historian of Halloween. I mean, I haven't been there through the whole all the years and whatnot, but you were playing a 2013 album for me, and it sounded like they were still on fire. So I'm going to go ahead and assume that a lot of the, 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 the albums that came out in between 1987 and 2013... A lot of more on fire, and I realize that grunge came out and destroyed all the bands like this. Oh yeah, but why? I wonder why these guys never hit the big time. I think these guys just fell under the mark. I mean, I saw these guys in like God, I don't know, eighty eight, eighty nine with Exodus and Anthrax. It was uh, Anthrax uh, State of Euphoria album, and right. Exodus with the. Toxic Walls, dude, the Toxic Walls. <laughs> sure. They were huge albums. They were opening for them, and they just never, ever went anywhere. But this is a band that I have heard of, that I heard of early and in, in, in often. Uh, yeah. With a, with a name like Halloween, and, yeah. you know, in my puritanical upbringing, this is one that is like, it was always the forbidden fruit. And you know what? And I never got into them, which is weird, because, but it turns out, and you're going to talk about this, I'm sure, that these guys were kind of like... Twisted Sister in the in the uh, in the regard of yeah they they put out this Halloween that's their name and they're bad especially back in the eighties and whatnot sure, yeah but I mean really they this album kind of sounded like Happy and and super- and they and they are and they I mean they do seem like this this is power metal yeah really happy style like you I hear mean, london bridges falling down like right in the beginning and yeah like, yeah what? yeah <laughs> and there and there and like you were bringing up on the facebook group yeah. uh, there is a christian like a striper vibe yeah man. Yeah. yeah and i'd never noticed that really i never noticed that when i was rocking the album sure and i would say uh keeper of the seven keys part one mm-hmm. and part two they're the same animal. Really? Listen to those albums together because, and I don't even know what that was about, why they didn't put those albums together or what that was, Length? other than vinyl. Yeah, other than say, the vinyl, why wouldn't you just throw those to together? To limitations, what, of 36 minutes or whatever you yeah. were saying earlier? Uh, let's talk a little bit. They're from Germany. Oh, no way. Cool. Uh, formed in 84. Uh, their biggest hit was that song Halloween. It's Halloween. Um, uh, Keeper of the Seven Keys Part Two. They had another minor hit with "I Want Out," which was a really good song. Really, and that came out like a year later. I would suggest everyone check that song out because it's really, it's pretty good too. Really? Okay. Those albums complement each other. I I fell off track with this band. Right after that, like really? Keeper of the Seven Keys, I didn't even pay too much attention to the first album, uh-huh. but with, you know, Headbangers Ball giving me the Halloween, Halloween, you know, sure, it's like, sure. oh, baby, I'm in. 
Did you catch the Charlie Brown reference in in Halloween? No. In that song? It's yeah. like, knocking on the people's door, trick or treat, they have no choice. Little dwarves are making lots of noise. <laughs> and it's like he's talking about the pumpkin patch and Charlie Brown. And- really? Well, and that doesn't surprise me at all. Because, yeah. I mean, listen, I mean, I don't... It seems really wholesome, doesn't it? it? You know, and a little bit even, like, maybe cheese dick at some points. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, there's... You're going in the- high in the sky, you know, and all this stuff. It's like... Oh, really? But the thing is, is the we're two, talking 87. The, this yeah, is gonna, an instrumental band to the bands that you listen to now. Sure. I mean, because this sh- listen to that song. I want out on Keeper of the Seven. Keys okay, I haven't checked it out. I'm telling you, these guys are. There's no doubt about it. Are we in agreement that these guys know how to play their instruments? Oh, dude, and write some dude. Tunes? Not only do they do they know how to play their instruments and not only do they know how to arrange music. But the lead singer, like treating his, if his voice was was an instrument, this guy can freaking wail. Yeah, un. I mean, he hits these notes, and he's got the you know the whole vibrato and stuff like that. It's it's actually really super good. Now, if you watch the video that's in uh, that I put on the Facebook group, I ain't checking it. Out. You you're gonna see that he kind of does these little smuggy uh, kind of funny oh, faces and shit in there, <laughs> and and that's what they did live. They are they are like happy to be alive Germans yeah. for well, some reason. Germans Germans, Germans are the chosen at, people. Alive, I get yeah. it. They're the chosen people. <laughs> um but he's he's like a kind of a funny, you know, oh I'm gonna sing and I'm going to dance around and, and I'm gonna it. schnitzel your witzel. And it and maybe it was just a little too happy for what was going on and at that the could time. Be. Because could be. you got a show with Exodus, you got a show with you know, anthrax. And these guys be come all, out. And you'll be the end all. Life will be a real ball. Sh- state of mind. You know, you, right. you're down in the. Right. It's like, yeah. And these guys come out going. Dun, 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 the dun, thing is, is. Not, well, well, the thing is, is not only. Are, I mean, they're like that, though. But the thing is, is. And I, I'm going to be honest with you. I listen to a whole hell of a lot of Ghost. And I think that if Ghost wasn't last week's thing, I would have given this more time. But. Let me say that these guys are, like you said, virtuosos at, you know, at their instruments. Um, but the thing is, is they, they are great songwriters. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's they, no they doubt about it. And it's funny because, and, it's, and they've managed to hold that from 1987 sure. till now. Yeah. Cause that new album, Straight Out of Hell, is not a bad goddamn record. Uh, well, and, and I don't know too much about that. I've just, I've just heard the first track that you played earlier on tonight. But the thing is, is it's like, you know, to me, it's amazing. And this has always been an amazing thing to me. Like, why did some bands make it that sound like this? And why did some bands kind of trail off and not really make a huge impact? Right. Like, you know, even, I mean, DMD and all that stuff, you know, and why, why is that? What, what was, what about this band? You know, because these guys, I mean, would you call them a little Iron Maiden? I mean, there's, there's even like, 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 so, I, like I, I never like to put Iron Maiden. Well, I know in. you don't, but I mean, there's one song, you That's know, my salt you, and pepper. You know, the song when it's like, do, 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 you know, that whole yeah. song. There's a song on that that's really similar to that. And there's a ton of like, like, Grim, why did Grim Reaper? I mean, was Grim Reaper huge? Grim was, Reaper didn't make it very so. Far so, Gr- you know what? Then that makes but. sense because these guys remind me a lot of Grim Reaper. Kind of that same deal where it's like, you know, they, they're talented and they're great. But they just, it just didn't seem like they made the splash. It was about the box in the pocket. 
You know, well, it was a- like, absolutely. I, I mean, it's like I don't have all the experience. Sometimes, sometimes I wish that people got paid based solely off their talent, yeah. in in instrumentation, you know, songwriting and whatever. Because these guys would be loaded because they are great. But I do. I, I I mean, I think these guys mirror a lot of kind of like Grim Reaper vibe. I think you know? these guys right here inspired a shit ton of bands that are out now. But they're kind of, even when someone goes, so I'm doing this big mag interview with sure. you, bro. Sure. And I want to know your influences. That's the one they walk out of the room going, oh, I should have said Halloween. Sure. But, uh, yeah, they're, you know, they're just kind of a forgotten kind of band. But they were right there. I mean, these guys were, I mean, picture that show. Uh-huh. You got these guys. You got... Exodus that's just drunk gin, 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 sure. dude, the toxic boss. And you've got anthrax, which sure. is great. Uh-huh. But these guys had the chops. Oh yeah, absolutely. And they're rocking it out. Well, and it, it's more high spirited and going, Come on, everybody, let's have a let's high have five. Well, in but the thing is that's kind of at odds with their name and Halloween and their yeah. album cover, you've got the cloaked guy with no face holding a crystal ball with with bones. Oh, that's in scary. It. Yeah, and I mean, you know, little Mike was like, "Oh my gosh, I shouldn't listen to this." That's freaky. The thing, the the, the one thing about this album is, is I was pretty shocked when I listened to this because I'm like, "Where have these guys been my whole life?" Because this is right up my alley. Yeah. Then I thought, you know, and the more I listen to them, I'm like. You know, there is some cheese dick stuff, but sure. that never has bugged me before, and it sure shit ain't bugging me now. Right. You know, but I'm just like, I don't know where 1987 Mike was. Where was he on this? Why wasn't he into this? Yeah. Because he was into, you know, all that else. Metallica. And, well, and, uh, and, and especially Queensryche and stuff like that. Some you know, this does a, sounds like a stuff, lot of yeah. Queensryche, you know, early, early, like Queen of the Reich and stuff like that, you know. And it's like, well, holy hell, why? You? Obviously, nobody has time to get into everything, but it's like, I don't know why I didn't get into this band. And, you know, the, the, it's so funny because every time I listen to a band like this is from early on, like, like I think of uh, Chris of uh, the Morsi of Utah. It's like, you weren't into metal. You were into hair metal. It's like, you know what? He's right. I was. But, man, I would have loved this shit back in the day if I would have given it a listen. Well, I mean, even now, you can't find. I mean, there's. 8,000 bands out there sure. that you would go, fuck Faith No More and Allison Chains <laughs> in the ass. I hate them compared oh. to these 8,000 bands really? that you've I, never heard of. Maybe. But I'm saying they're out there somewhere. And you I just, just haven't to heard and, them. And you could be right, because back in... Man, nineteen like well, I'll I'll be honest with you. Eleven year old Mike in nineteen eighty seven. This was too this was too heavy for for Mike back in when he was Halloween. 11. Yeah, I mean I mean that's back when I was still into Huey Lewis and, and New, like, York, New York, New York, which is and then you're by the way, Huey, oh, it's Halloween. And I'm not gonna lie to you, Huey Lewis is one of the greatest American bands ever to walk the earth. Yeah. But what? But you know, I was into that and Genesis. And he's got and a giant like cock too. Uh, I've Hugh, heard. I've really? read. I, I've Huey? read that Huey Lewis had like a giant cock. Like <laughs> this, the prostitutes and the they were like, no, really, yeah, that big. He we're just got a giant. We're talking like the Green Goblin down. from uh, what's his oh, name? Oh, we're talking a big boy. We're talking a pig <laughs> in the night. Wow, that doesn't surprise me at all because he the, he was the freaking man. And they were just like, Mm-mm. I that's not going, Amy. Yeah, sure, I get it. That's hot, dude. <laughs> 
no, that's not. <laughs> well, you, but but you get what I'm saying. I mean, this this kind of thing now as I'm listening to this, and, you know, and I'm interspersing it with ghosts and Osaka pop star and stuff like that. It is it is it stands up. Which to- by and by, if you don't yeah. hope me, don't I don't mind. You know, sure, go ahead. Osaka and ghosts are like the extreme. So, well, yeah. so what do you listen to? That is what you tell people. When they when, when they go, so what kind of music? You're like, oh man, I love everything. Uh-huh. I like Osaka pop star and Ghost. Uh-huh. And they're like, that's what? like a perfect extreme. It's like saying, uh, I love Morrissey and Slayer. <laughs> you know, I got a giant vast <laughs> you catalog know, you of know music. You know, funny like. too is this week at work. You know, I sit there and I'm like rocking, and I can't help it, but I kind of moved the music and stuff. Yeah, you, you know, you so I like to groove. I'm just bit. sitting there, and I'm I'm, I'm kind of I don't I don't know I don't know why I do this, but I can't help it, and I don't even know that I do it. I kind of rock back and forth when I'm listening to it yeah. and i was listening to infestissimum uh-huh. and uh, some dude came up to me was like hey man i gotta talk to you about this this thing this work thing right, right. And, and i go okay okay so i so i opened up my my uh uh spotify and i paused it because you know i don't want to miss a beat of uh ghost infestissimum you know he's like oh dude what's that you gotta realize i'm in provo man i yeah. mean i'm in the i'm in the heart i, I listen to the satanic rock yeah and and i'm at work asshole well and the thing is he goes oh dude what's that i go oh, you wouldn't like it he goes what is it i told him what it is dude is, is stuck he's been listening to nothing but ghost the first two albums for the for all we changing minds uh, so i'm just saying i am a I am an evil missionary for oh. ghost. Evil missionary for ghost. I like the sounds of anyway, that. But what no, is your favorite tunes there, on this you, thing? The thing is, is, there's a lot of favorite tunes on it. The problem is, is some of them are so long, they get all cheese dick in the middle, and it's like, you know, they get maybe a little indulgent in their, you know, in their little whatever. Uh, there's, I, I, there wasn't, there was not a tune on this I don't like. However, uh, Future World, Halloween, uh, Twilight of the Gods, which was a real cheese dick. If I said cheese dick a bunch of times, which yeah, is a real cheese like dick too. But I'm just saying, oh, pardon me. Uh, Victim of Fate was super, oh my gosh, why do I have the hiccups all of a sudden? But it was really good. I love this album. I wouldn't say that, like I said, it's hard for any album to follow up that ghost. It's yeah. really hard. But, and the next, I'm sure the next like three or four albums are going to get that slap on the and that and that bit. could be. But the the thing is, is and what I was going to say is, it's hard to follow up Ghost, but these guys really did a good job, you know, kind of smacking me out of that because it's nothing like Ghost. No, I mean this is this is shredding. Prague, oh sorry, power, power metal, metal. you know, yeah. and all that stuff. And it was, I mean, I went back and forth between the three bands that I was listening to, and it was a freaking great time. I love this one. Um, the problem is, is I can tell. I mean, I was asking why these guys aren't super famous. These guys don't quite do as well as like an Iron Maiden, or they yeah. don't, or they're not Iced Earth, or the, you know, they're not. They're, well, eighty-seven. So no, they're well, not. Sure, they're, they're not Iced Iced Earth isn't even around by then. Is that but true? But eighty seven, we're talking, you and know, that and that could be. But I I didn't check them out till twenty thirteen. Right. So but, that, I mean, that's yeah. my bad, bro. Yeah, this is a great album, though. Don't get me wrong. I would. I I've actually got. I mean, and I hate to. I I I don't know. I I haven't bought this one, but I would buy it. Is what I'm saying. And the thing is, is you playing more stuff on Spotify makes me want to check it out. I just cannot do another thing until that goes. Yeah. Until Ghost has kind of gotten boring to me I because know, I still am a, loving it. It's that. a sticker. I love it. It's a stinger in there. Uh, you hit all mine. 
I love uh, Halloween, Future World. Until that wasn't right. <laughs> I love that song when I was, you know, a young boy growing up. I give this a high Spotify. I gave this a total buy it, buy it, buy it when I was, you know, a young sure. lad. Well, and I would too. But it did uh, kind of, you know, it's like, oh, God, that's not quite as, it's not, it doesn't hold up quite as well. But it's still delicious. Well, and I'll tell you what, too. This one, even though I've never heard it, it kind of sounds like an era. It sounds like an era long lost, you know. Oh, it is. And it's a snapshot. And even that makes me super happy to listen to this. And I mean, that's, I mean, and I, we talk about how great, like, the musicianship is stuff, you know, and all that stuff right now. But, uh, you know, the thing, and I will admit, I don't know if it's, I'm going to take a picture of you right now. I'm gonna send it. Oh, he's burping right now. Oops, I'm I'm actually filming. Sorry, people. Uh, but uh, no, he's j- taking pictures while we're doing the podcast. I'm That's a, how professional I'm, this I'm guy an is. I'm an idiot right now. No, it's, it's your poo bear right now. No, there. GP GP uh, texted me and he's like, uh, "Yeah, this is a slice of my life right now. I want to send him a slice of my life right now." But basically, as far as Halloween is concerned, would he send you like a hot shot of his? No, he's like Gargling. flipping. He's like flipping chicken Vulture. bits or something, and yeah. it's it's like, oh, really? That's your life right now. Well, That's- I say hi Spotify on this for sure, <laughs> and I say, uh, you know, I mean, check out Keeper I, of the Seven Keys Part One it. and Part Two. Okay, I'm check back. that out. One of my favorite songs on, which is actually on Part Two, is mm-hmm. I Want Out. It's a great okay, song. I'll check it out. And uh, this is a band I need. I need to spend more time with. And since I ride the the train every morning, I'm gonna have time. Yeah. So there you and, go. And they they complement each other better than most Queens. Who are we, do, who are we doing do. next week? Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, Queens those two me pieces. Well, I mean, I you know, love together, Queens. Okay. I love Queen's Right. Those two albums complement each other so well. Which two? Oh, those two, like one and. Part and one I've and got part two. no idea. I think it's Johnny Krug's uh, Calibrace we're doing next week. Is that right? Okay, so I got, I'm going to listen to me. No, is that right? I don't remember. But all I'm saying is, is that this is going to be a band that I continue to check out, uh, just like Ghost. Maybe I'll have to drop the Osaka Pop Star. But and it's, the beautiful it's thing such good is, programming music. I'll the, admit it. The beautiful thing is. Is you can check it all on Spotify, and that's and the that, that's the thing. Spotify is a beautiful thing because just because of that, um, I got to do it. I'm going to check it out. This is this is band has piqued my interest, and maybe it was too scary for me in '87, but it's 2013, and I'm a man. Now. And you're a man now with <laughs> bigger balls and hairier balls for sure. Well, right? That that's a shame, but yeah. I've got a tr- trivia quiz for you. Do you want to hear it? Well, of course I do. All right, baby boy. Are you ready? <laughs> I Are guess you ready so. for let's the trivia it. challenge? Oh, you're excited. <laughs> you're all giggly over there. Absolutely. Like, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. You know, that Sherry Moon zombie. Oh, yeah. She plays a disc jockey. Oh, well, yeah. This flick D- we're talking about. DJ. I'm calling this trivia challenge. That goddamn radio station is deadly. Oh, shit. Are you ready for this? Uh, no, I don't know. So I, I was confident before, but now I'm a little anxious. But let's go. All right, here we go. Number one, and I'm going to give you a little, uh, some little little tits. Okay, I'll give you a little bit of teat on <laughs> okay. the side. I need a little teat. 1971. IMDb gives this a 7.0. Are you That's ready? High. That's pretty high. Okay. Dave 
Garver. Wait, am I am a, I coming up? By the way, am I coming up with movie? Um, uh, the movie, you're, you're, the movie title. Yeah, is what you're saying. Okay. You're, well, not movie titles, but oh. this goddamn radio station will is deadly. It'll kill you. Oh. So think about that in movies. From 19- radio stations are deadly. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. So here we go. Number one, 1971, IMDb 7.0. Shit. Dave Garver is a KRML radio jockey who nightly spins records and incorporates bits of poetry. One night after his shift is done, he heads to his favorite bar. Seemingly coincidence, he meets a young woman. Dave offers to give her a ride home. This is when he learns this isn't coincidence. (laughs) What movie was that? Oh my gosh. 1971? Oh, I I don't think I have any idea. Give me a tit. Clint Eastwood. Oh, you're talking about, uh, oh my hell. Okay, hold on. on, on. Clint Eastwood. It's the only hint I've got for you. Okay, that's good enough because uh, play Misty for me. Turn up the radio. I cannot believe that that was 1971. Oh my gosh. 7.0. Well, that makes sense, but 1971? Play Misty for me. Oh my gosh, that is old as shit. I'm getting old. I'm getting old, bro. I'm getting old, bro. I'm getting old, bro. Hey, there's a rap song in there somewhere. (laughs) Number two, 1984, IMDb 6.2. Okay. The world's population is gone, except for only a few survivors. And a blood-hungry, infected left... What the fuck? Hold on. on. (laughs) Except only a few survivors. And the blood-hungry infected left on the planet. These youngsters hear a DJ on the radio and race to the radio station, only to find that the voice they hear is looped recording. Is it, uh, what year, 1984? 1984. I think, I have a guess, but I I think maybe I'll take a tit. Uh, Regina and Samantha. Night of the Comet. Turn up! The radio. That's what, that was my that was my guess before. See, I like the way you're shutting your mouth and letting people. I'm, do, go I'm doing the, the good. Uh, yeah, I've, I, I like I'm, that. It's, let me tell you, some people. I don't like it when me. you're like. It's hard for me. It's hard yeah. for me. But I like that because okay, cool. people get to go. Ooh, maybe they'll catch along. it before you or with you or sure. get it right. And sure. Get it right. Okay. okay. Well, we're three. all playing along, folks. 1980. IMDb gives us six point eight. Radio KAB seems like a very comfy place to work, especially with the host. She's a single mother raising a child. <laughs> the magic uh, works at the Magic Moonlight late night shift. Oh yeah, but shit is getting weird, and it might have to do with the fact that the founding fathers of the town. Built smack dab on the top. A leper colony. The fog. Turn up the radio. You know your brain starts working with the radio station. Yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, radio station. Right. And and I want to preface this by okay. saying, 
I could have made this extremely And hard I'm happy for you. you didn't because you know what usually about Because I could literally I mean you make would, it really hard. And I'm glad for you, you didn't because you know what? I it's we're an hour and thirty five into this into the show right now. I don't know if I could handle hard. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Dude, no I could have made this like painfully hard for you. <laughs> painfully. Like what is that? Three? Am I three? How many are there? You're, total? you're three. It's five. Okay, so I won. I do my five. Okay, good, good, right, good, good, good. Go. I'm glad four. you went from six to five because now there's a we win. Yeah. Okay. All right. We win. All right. 2008 IMDb, and I didn't write that down. <laughs> I didn't write down the score. So let's say 2.8. Oh shit. Let's just say that. Okay. Remake of the fog. This former big city. Radio jockey has a lot of problems. He's been forced to take a small town job, snow blizzards, and some kind of infection controlling the minds of the town folk. As the day goes on, things get worse. Think happy thoughts, and he might just make it through the carnage. Happy thoughts. By the way, that was a little bit of a kid show for you. That's trivia for you. What's what was that on? I can't remember the name of the show right now. What? Oh my gosh! I Sing it again. Think happy thoughts, happy thoughts. Blah, 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 no, come I to got you. No idea. Come on, it's that one with the giant dildo guy. Somebody call in and help me out with that. Jack giant Black was on guy. it once. Yeah, because it's no oh, Gabba Gabba Hey. Yo Gabba Gabba. That's yeah. what it was. Okay. Um, is this uh Pontypool? Turn up. I'm next time I'm gonna I'm gonna make this shit hard for me. No, no, you know I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna give you the fucking lingdings. <laughs> By the way, Pawnee Pool is on our list coming up soon. Yeah, it's this month, I think, actually. Mm. Cool. I like that. Yeah, it's a, well, I, maybe I don't like. By that. the way, do you remember the maybe last? Maybe I time? fucking hate that. By movie. the way, do you remember the last time I tried to watch Pawnee Pool? Remember? Right. Okay, we're we're flying back from freaking the freak end. Okay? Oh yeah, we're your, sitting there in lady. Denver. We're You're, sitting the there. The man in, you started talking oh. to. <laughs> And I'm watching it, and all of a sudden, this lady's like, hey, baby, how you doing? <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, sorry. She's getting know. on with you. Yeah, well, whatever. Anyway, let's go. All right. The last one. Here we go. DJ Vanita Brock is in deep shit. <laughs> in the middle of her shift, she gets a call on the request line. Two drunk dumb shits who refuse to hang up. These dumb shits meet their fate. While it echoes over the radio waves later, as DJ Vanita gets ready to close up, Vanita? She runs into the same killers who murdered her prank callers. Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2? Turn up the radio. Her name yeah. wasn't Vanita. Her name was. Yeah, like- it was DJ Vanita. Uh, uh, what was it called? Uh, she had the uh, stretch. Stretch. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was. So thinking. her name was DJ Vanita Stretch Brock. Okay. Okay. So, but yeah. I couldn't throw in stretch because that you, would be you too get much. It simple, and then I go, may have got. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not even going to let anyone think about. No, it. No, just so you know, I knew that one early on. And I and I still was I know. Cool. As soon as I said okay. it, you know, because you knew that was going to be in there, and I knew you would know that was going to be in there. <laughs> well, thank you for trying to make me look good, dude. Thank I'm telling you, you next thank week, you. if I can come up with a trivia challenge, it's going to be deadly. It'll be you'll you'll look like a <laughs> idiot. Oh, dude, you'll be no, like, it's not, oh, it's not hard oh, to make me look like that. an idiot. I don't know that. 
No, dude. I'm going to start doing them harder. Okay. All right. Well, maybe you should give me a hint if you're going to make me harder. What? you hard. What's? Wow. I'm going to get them That's harder. Only, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. That right. was a sweet trivia challenge. I was I five for five. I enjoyed that one only because I was, you know, five for five. Yeah. Yeah. That did. was a good one, though, dude. Let me tell you something, Shane. I appreciate when you do trivia challenges. Well, I, I love them. I love them. You know what? And people right now, they're like, you know what, Shane? I have a great appreciation for you for working hard and getting me a trivia oh, challenge. Well, they should. Okay. This shit's free, dude. It's not like you got to, you know. <laughs> no. For what no, no. it's worth, it's like, hey. <laughs> it's not <laughs> you know? true. It's not free. We take a little bit of everybody's soul every oh. week. I'm collecting well, it in a hot. jar at my house. Maybe you want to drink some? That's how I get through my week. I think that I believe that kind of. That's, I slightly believe that kind of. Oh, dude. Okay, so let's do this. Let's go ahead and play a trailer for The Lords of Salem. That, that's, a, that's a pretty good... Uh, wow, I believe that you are some kind of ancient instrument right there. Thank you. That's good. But let's go ahead and play that, and we'll be right back to talk about The Lords of Salem. Are you the new tenant? I just saw the tenant like 10 minutes ago standing in the doorway. Oh, I hate to break it to you, but there is no person in number five. You have to understand that there is a war waging in heaven. child would inherit the earth. Satan, come, come to us! God does not spare angels when they sin. folks we are back and we're going to be talking about the lords of salem and let me go ahead and and, and kind of warn everybody right now it's kind of been a crazy night tonight it's yeah it's been it's been yeah we've had a lot of talks and chats and- we we've been we've been opening ourselves up to each other yeah. me and shane we've been like telling personal stories like know? a good breastbone you open them up Absol- see what's in there absolutely see what's in the heart and it's been a it's been a little while, and but we're back here to talk. I just I what I'm saying is I hope we didn't lose our steam for this mm. review, okay? 
because oh hell no because we're going to be talking about the lords of salem from 2012 and i didn't say till 2013 uh rob zombie okay and i before we even get started i want to i want to go ahead and say one thing okay rob zombie to me okay uh minus the halloween films and i and, and i'll be honest with you i loved the first halloween i thought it was great but rob zombie to me his house of a thousand corpses and his devil's rejects i loved Okay, so take that into consideration sure. as we're talking about this whole thing. So minus his Halloween uh, movies. Sure. House of a Thousand Corpses, Devil's Rejects, and I even liked El the Super first Bisto. One. I loved El Super Bisto. Yeah. So e- even the first Halloween was, was it, I, I thought it was a decent take on it. Halloween 2 I couldn't stand because of the dumb bitch that played the Laurie Strode. Right. Oh, man, I just did not care for that one. Um, well, and, and like I said, we're talking about Lords of Salem. Um, this came out last year in 2012. IMDb gave this a 5.6, which is a pretty middle of the road type of, uh, you know, score for IMDb. Five, 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 five something is basically, you know, pretty kind of a, usually kind of a decent movie, but you know what not I noticed great. like with the IMDb is it's like, so people are doing scores as they sure. see it at festivals or they see it. Sure. Somewhere. Cause yep. you know, like some before it's even released, you'll see IMDb's for, you know, they've got a score right. for something that right. is not even released to the public. Yeah, right. So so this is like five, seven. Well, and this one's come out in the movie theater. In fact, it played down, it played at Century 16, which is your movie theater that you go to. Yeah. And it also played at uh, Jordan Landing, which is the movie theater I go to. Yeah, because so, we don't like to intermingle. Well, we don't, well, we don't go to movies together because it's no. not Friday night. No, you know? no, and Sunday's the Sabbath, and I don't go to movies on the Sabbath. We don't. We just I go don't to. Like I'm to, sorry, I go to movies on the. Well, you're you're pretty busy, dude. You only. I I've got a busy schedule. Yeah, you only hang out with me on Fridays. That's the only it's, day we see each other anymore. Now that we're not recording, in, you son of a bitch. Well, you got to pencil me in. Now that we're that we've got plenty of video shows to yeah. to last us through August and whatnot. Yeah. You don't. You we don't even see each other Wednesday nights anymore. Friday no. nights it. And I assume that you. That's go, like a BG song or something. We don't see each other on wednesday nights anymore <laughs> and by the way that's why i miss b tow truck so much no shit. We, don't, we don't hang out with him anymore now that we're not i doing... see him well you, you see know. him at the video or well, you're sorry your uh band practice rock right practice yeah i got i'm to gonna come to the next rock practice he gives me a hug uh, i'm coming to I the like next it when he gives me the hug when he's leaving he's got he's good like, hey it's, comes it's 10 o'clock set. i gotta drive a truck tomorrow i gotta get that mother f out of here get out i'm coming i'm coming next time you guys practice okay. because i really enjoy that uh even though we're not doing the video show doesn't mean we can't hang out on a night other than friday night well no shit i i i got tell fired. me something i don't know i got fired this has been a hard time for me yeah, tell me something I don't know. Okay. Oh, whoa. Wow. Okay. Well, sorry. It's all about you, Shane. Okay. All right. Let's move on. Okay. Uh, this movie was written and directed by Rob Zombie. Okay. Um, like I said, I love House of a Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects. Those were his two. Probably those are two of my top 10 favorite movies. Both of those get in there. Um, but this movie is nothing like either one of those. Top t- no, 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 absolutely. nothing but like. They're those. both in your top ten. I love both of those movies, okay. and I will admit that right now. Uh, this stars Sherry Moon Zombie as Heidi Hawthorne, uh, Bruce Davison as uh, Francis Matthias, and that's one of those guys that you you don't you don't recognize the name Bruce Davidson, but when but you, you know see him, face. you know who he is. Um, it stars Jeff Daniel Phillips as Whitey. 
Okay. Yeah. He got a great beard. Uh, Ken Foray is is uh, Herman Jackson. Uh, Judy Geeson is Lacey. Patricia Quinn is Megan. Uh, D. Wallace is Sonny. And then in the breakout role of the year, mm-hmm. Meg Foster and her wrinkly titties. Yeah. As Margaret Morgan. Did you, did you recognize her, by the way? I do recognize her, but I can't fucking think of for the life She of me. was in They Live, John Carpenter's They Live, with Rowdy yes. Roddy Piper. She was in yes. that. But she was also Evil Lynn in the Masters of the Universe movie with uh, Ivan Drago, or what I can't remember. Oh, God, the he she's got that. She's got those eyes that were gorgeous back then, but no, she's not so gorgeous. Well, she now. didn't look so sexy in this. Either. Well, I don't I don't know how much of that was made up or, or what. I, well, I hope uh, her it, naked body does not look I would really say it like was that. absolutely made up. Oh, man, which is good because that was scary as shit. Uh, it starred Andrew Prine as John Hawthorne, Michael... Well, and it, here's the thing. It starred a bunch of... You know how like Rob Zombie has his players? Yeah. He has Sid Haig, Michael uh, Berryman. It has a bunch of, you know, those people. But you know what? He, you know, Ken Foray, I guess you could say, is one of those people as well. But the thing is, is he didn't play that up like he has in back in, in yeah, his other no movies. Shit. These were n- necessary characters. Right. These were not, hey, look who that mother effer is. You know, right. hey, he's in this movie. That's amazing. You know, he was a lot more subdued in, in, uh, cat. Well, I don't know if he was subdued in casting, but basically it feels like he made the movie he wanted to make. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see. And, and there was a bunch of other people. Um, uh, let's see. Plus, there was a there was a quite a few um, little uh, cameos. We had Sid Haig, uh, we had uh, Camille Keaton and Udo Kier. Which, by the way, they weren't actually in the movie. I mentioned them, but all their parts were cut out. Which is, you know, some kind of a that shows some restraint by Rob Zombie because he, even though their names, he cut them out because apparently they just didn't make sense for this or whatever. Yeah, it's not like they're gonna go. Hey, you bastard bitch! I'll never work again. I'll never work on your movies sure. because well, well you, maybe they you did give me that a paycheck. But you know what? He did give him a paycheck. I'm sure. And Clint Howard was even in this. Yeah. But it's like you know, every time Clint Howard's in a movie, you know, mother effing Clint Howard's in a movie, and you know that whatever character he's playing, he is Clint Howard, and he's the freaking ice cream man. Okay, yeah. you can't have with that. But he didn't show up either. They he cut out all his parts as well, just because it apparently didn't fit. Let's go over a quick plot of this, okay? I'm just going to go over a quick plot, and then we're going to talk about, you know, our feelings on the movie and whatnot. Okay. Uh, it's late 1600s. There's a coven of witches led by Margaret Morgan, mm. who is Evil Lynn. Okay. They're worshiping the devil. If you believe it. They're, if you, wor- if you they're worshiping the, the devil. Uh, like In the 1600s. Like Satan. Like, yeah. And not only are they worshiping like the totally devil. totally into it. But they're, get, they're getting together around a bonfire, and they're like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and spit on the whore that is Mary. I'm going to, you know, do And they're just blaspheming, and they're, they're getting together. They're doing all sorts of fun shit. Maybe that's where the uh, good old bonfire and roasting the marshmallows <laughs> came from. It's like, let's get around the fire. <laughs> You know what? Hang out. Wouldn't that be hilarious if that was wonderful? Well, Uh, well, it's wonderful because you get to tell stories about about uh, it's almost midnight. Time for one more story. Name that movie. Jason Voorhees. The Fog and Jason Voorhees, of course. Come on, that's wonderful. Uh, But you know what? Uh, Here, here's the deal. These witches, this coven of witches, they're all they're all like I said, they're into worshiping the devil and. 
Uh, they're all hanging out at the bonfire, shouting obscenities and blasphemies. They're ripping off their clothes. And let me tell you, folks, these are not attractive women. No. Okay. They're screaming. They're killing babies. They're killing ladies who are having babies. They're licking babies that ladies have had. You know, thinking, oh, is this the devil's child? No, sorry. These are, this is not the devil's child. Uh, so we will go ahead and kill him. But I'll tell you what, it looked pretty freaking sweet. I mean, by sweet, I mean gross and disgusting and grote- you know, grotesque. But it's almost seemed legit. Better than that Black Sunday. I I cannot believe Would you, you wouldn't you say that that was like boom? I mean, that's like the ultra. <laughs> well, Black Sunday was they, what nineteen sixty. Well, yeah, but sure. I'm just saying. Here's like the uh, same scenario. Sure, from Black Sunday. Sure, boom, like with <laughs> old wrinkled titties and throwing the babies and in like the fire. vaginas. I might not even put my penis in. No, which is weird, sure. right? Well, yeah. I'm just okay. saying. It's like a lot of like wrinkly and listen. When there's a lot cl- of wrinkled skin, when there's clothes sure. on ladies, it's Prune. like I can picture what I think they look like when they take it off and they look like that. I'm like, wow, yeah, okay, that is not attractive. Uh, let's let's go ahead and move on, shall we? Uh, we enter John Hawthorne and his righteous friends. Okay, they want nothing to do with these witches. In fact, they I'm going to make a long story short. They capture the witches. They torture. And kill them all. You know, we got the whole Salem witch trials topic. And by the way, did I mention this all takes place in Salem, Massachusetts? Can I just say that right now before we move on? Right. Um, but the problem is, is, uh, Miss Morgan, before she dies, she cackles out a curse on their executioner's daughters and her ancestors. As they do. And, you know, the devil's child will be born of their ancestors and blah, blah, blah. There you go. That's pretty typical and whatnot. Fast forward to the present. Okay. Heidi. Or shall I say, uh, Sherry Moon Zombie. Okay. Right. She is a DJ on the local Big H radio team, which has Whitey and uh, Herman, who is uh, Ken Foray. Mm-hmm. You know, and they, they do their thing. They got their, it's an evening show, but they got their morning zoo shit going on. They're talking about things. They got sound effects and stuff like that. Boing, you know, when they talk about boners and stuff right. like that. Um, but you know, and that's her job. Okay. Uh, a couple of things we learned about Heidi is first of all, she's a recovering addict. Okay. Yeah. She's been, was that crack? I don't know what she, I don't know what, I don't know what she was on. I was saying, yeah, they never really crack? spill that out, but well, she goes to the door to get the bit, get the hot stuff. The, well, and, the pouch and, and she goes delicious. to the 12 step. She smoked thing. it, man. Let's just say crack. Let's just, okay. I'm going to go ahead and assume that's crack. I don't know what crack's like people. Yeah. I've never smoked crack in my life. Try it. I feel pretty good about the fact that I've never smoked crack in my life. Try it once. No, I'm not going to. I'll, first of all, Get my crack smoking days. Backs. Let me tell you something. My crack smoking days are long gone. If I was going to smoke crack, it would be back in my younger days. 36 year old Mike would smoke crack and like probably see demons and have anxiety attacks and shit like that. Oh, that just hell. ain't fun. That ain't well, fun. You know, just give it a shot. No, not going to do it. Mm. Not going to do it. My crack days are over. Uh, but she's a recovering addict. She's living with herself. She's working with, like I said, Whitey and Herman. Uh, they're all pretty good friends. And, uh, you know, Whitey might even be a love interest, uh, you know, if they went into more, you know, deeper into that part like of the story. The Z zombie guy. He too, does. Huh? He's got a nice beard there. Uh, it, it's if the, 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 the difference is, is Whitey's actually a pretty sensitive dude. I mean, yeah, he's, he's like, Hey, well, I want to help you, Heidi. I, if there's yeah. something going on, I want to talk to you. I want to communicate with you, which dudes don't do, right? 
Rob I mean, I do with my wife. Rob right? Zombie's directing the movie going, all right, and you're going to be, you know, in a relationship with this guy that looks just like me. <laughs> yeah. And you get to see some uh, some uh, 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 Sherry Moon zombie taint. Just saying. You get to see some titties and butt. Yeah. Well, which, by the way, tit. she was born in 1970, which would make her, what, 43? She's, no. Yes. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah. She, which, she's not. I I have to say it, but her naked is not bad. No, I mean it's still pretty freaking. That's off. what you can do when you have Rob Zombie money. Is you can go to the gym every day and not. <laughs> Maybe that's the case. All I'm saying is you saw her butt. She walked around, and there was. Yeah, nice I'm just bump. saying. I, that's all I'm saying. Anyway, one day they're on their show, the Big H Team. Okay, they're on their show, and they're interviewing the lead singer from a band called Leviathan, the Fleeing Serpent. Hmm. Okay, which is like this death metal band, which is awesome because he's like, we are here to worship the goat. Oh yeah, yeah, and to tell <laughs> yeah, yeah. and to tell you the liar of the great of the great son of God. Or, you yeah. know, just just blaspheming. And they're kind of making a clown out of him and whatnot, and just kind of being funny. And it's like, like <laughs> oh, and he oh, he's kind of pissed just, off. <laughs> you know, he's you know these death metal guys. You know what? A lot. You know, t- let me tell you something about these death metal guys. I listen to a lo- some death metal, sure, and I just think of I just think of it as these guys can't believe what they're saying because this is ridiculous. You know, these guys are pretty. But you know what? This guy was into it, man. I mean, yeah, he was he's legit. He's like, I burn the cross. <clears throat> I have the glass of wine, and I say, sit <laughs> down. Satanas Lucifer. I'm into Satan. Sure. Well, he is into Satan. He's into Remember quote, that guy from quote, unquote, the goat. or whatever that's like Satan. Dude, are you talking about mayhem who's in jail and he's No, like, no, that guy in that documentary is like drinking the wine going. Oh yeah, oh, oh yeah, duh. Are you Why ta- do you play your rock and roll music? He's We're like, talking about the Satan. same documentary though. We're talking yeah. about uh until the light something. Until the light takes us. You don't play rock and roll because it's awesome or fun to play? He's like, no. no just for Satan. <laughs> Which is awesome. Why do you scrub your balls in the morning for Satan? <laughs> I... Listen, Satan likes his balls clean. Yeah. If he's going to take advantage of you, he does not appreciate sweaty balls. Anyway, so they're talking to this guy, and they're kind of you know making fun of this guy and whatnot. Um, but the problem is, well, it's not a problem. Okay. Some good stuff happens. They talk about, it, they make fun of them. And on their way out after their shift and whatnot, um, a strange looking package shows up at the station addressed to Heidi. And we're talking a strange package, like an old looking box, yeah. like a wooden box. And inside is a record. Okay. It was, it was, uh, uh, addressed to Heidi. Heidi, what, what was her name? Uh, uh, I can't remember her full name, but it was her full name. Uh, Something Heidi Hawthorne. Right. You know, and it was from the Lords. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, and, and, you know, we're talking about, I mean, this is kind of a crazy deal. It's like even the receptionist doesn't know what's going on, but Heidi takes it home. She's and like, she Where plays, did you get that from? She's like, it was just addressed to you. And I don't know where it was because I was probably flicking my bean in the back. Could have been. Which, by the way, what else do you have to do? She was pretty hot, show? too. I. There was not a lot of not hot people in this movie except for the witches, right? <laughs> the the Afro American lady that was the secretary, she's yeah, pretty hot. Well, what I'm saying is is I've never had a taste, so I am intrigued. Okay. Okay. There you go. 
Uh, anyway, she takes the, the record home. Heidi takes the record home from the Lords, and she puts it in, and it has this bad effect on her. She starts getting kind of hypnotized. She gets nauseous. Um, you know, and, the, and and she's with Whitey, and Whitey's like, you know what we should do? We should take this the next day, and we should smash or trash this, which is basically they play it. People get a call in. They get to say smash or trash, whatever. Right. Um, basically, but as it's going over the airwaves, women are becoming hypnotized and acting strangely. Yeah. All about it, which is strange, which, you know, when they're doing the smash or trash. Uh, but it also has a crazy effect on uh, Heidi. And, uh, the, you know, she starts acting all crazy and whatnot. And, of course, Herman and Whitey kind of figure, oh, you know what, I wonder if she's back on the drugs because she's a drug addict. So, you know, we're not worried about satanic music and whatnot. We're more worried about maybe she's back on the drugs. And we yeah, see that. She might be on the pipe or something. On the crack because... I that's what's what we decided it was the crack. Yeah, the okay. smoke on the crack. Maybe, do you think it was methamphetamine? Crack. I don't. I don't even know what that is. I don't even know what that is. Oh, you. Know. I have a. I have a job, people. I got to take drug tests. Oh, you know. Actually, I haven't taken a drug test in eight years. You haven't something. seen a movie since nineteen twenty-two. <laughs> you know exactly what um, that shit is. I'm, no, I, I have no idea what it is because I am drug-free. Dare to be drug-free, Shane. Dare to be drug-free. Uh, anyway, okay, so he, so here's, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna push through this because the plot isn't what this movie's about, in my opinion. Okay, basically, um, as they play it, it has, like I said, it has a crazy effect in Heidi, um, but we also find out that, uh, uh, Margaret Morgan, you know, is, is kind of, I don't know if she's back alive, she, I don't know if she's reincarnated or what, but she's back. Mm-hmm. And she is part of the Lords, and she uses her music to steal the souls of the women of Salem. Well, that sounds nice. Which is, uh, you know, it's nice as far as a cool plot point and whatnot. Um, but Heidi starts to go down this downward spiral, man. I mean, she starts to suspect things. She starts to see things. There's even a subplot where, um, like, a Salem witch historian gets in on the action and makes a connection between Margaret Morgan's Lords of Salem and what was going on in the record. He, This is the guy we're talking about, the Bruce Davidson. Mm-hmm. You know, he was, you know, like I said, you'd recognize him and whatnot, but he just doesn't have a name that's that's quite out he there. He looks like a Michael McDonald. He he looks like a skinnier Michael McDonald. I can't believe I'm not in love anymore. Yeah. Was that a pretty good Michael McDonald? That's pretty impression. Good. Thanks, man. Uh, long story short, we find out that Heidi is an ancestor of John Hawthorne, the guy who tortured and executed the Lords of Salem Coven. That's what they're called, the, the their coven. And they're back to get their revenge. Now, that seems like a pretty straight-up story, right? Well, I dare say to you people, wrong. Heidi loses her mind. Uh, some of the devil's minions and uh, come out and whatever. But that's not what it's about, people. The story is pretty simple, but that is just the half of it it's just the half because there is all sorts of weird shit going on in this movie we see uh heidi's slow descent into madness we see her kind of being taken over by the witches you know and basically the witches want to have the antichrist the devil's son be born through heidi one of the one of the ancestors of the lords of sarah sorry of the of the people who killed it's gotta come up man how are you gonna get him out you gotta you gotta have a you know vagina to get him out <laughs> and that, that, get him back to the planet. And I dare say the vagina that that, that uh, uh, Sherry Moon Zombie has a vagina. I dare say that. I'm gonna you go know, on the limb and say It's the easiest way to get the 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 Satan himself or the or the son of Satan back to the planet <laughs> is through a 
human a re- a rebirth. China. I agree. And if you come out as a lobster, so be it. Sure. Okay. That's that. I don't want to spoil too much. Uh, but you know what's funny is most of this movie for for a long time is pretty normal. You know, it's pretty. It's a pretty straightforward narrative and whatnot. And then we get into the hypnosis parts, so both brought on by the music and the power of the witches. Because I mean, we missed a whole subplot where you know the lords of Salem, their their record and whatnot. They act, it actually has kind of a hypnotic. Uh, effect on the on the ladies you know yeah yeah and you know i mean it, you know they they, they kind of go into this hypnosis and the, through that plus the power of the lords of salem you know they you know, heidi starts going through all this weird shit and the film ends up being very kubrickian is that a word like you know yeah, yeah, yeah. i've heard a lot of that well and here's the thing and i wanted to mention thank you for not being on board with me 100 percent on that because part of this is it looks like a uh, eyes wide shut scene, uh, you know, in uh, like a Stanley Kubrick movie. You know, you know, there's a couple of parts like that. Yeah. But honestly, outside, you know, and you have the music, you have like the classical music and stuff like that. But outside this, I think that the look and feel of this movie is all Rob Zombie. Well, uh, that's not to say that he doesn't just soak that in and take those people, you know. Well, and, and you enjoy. Can- enjoy kubrick well uh, sure he does i mean sure. those those long hallway scenes it's like uh-huh, uh-huh. i get it but and the rosemary's baby sure. and everything you can take That's all the a, influence you want and you could say it's a sure. ripoff or you can say it's an homage, homage or something like that. Uh, but so it's all there it, you know and people who have said that it they they know what they're talking about it's all there it's you know it, but the thing is is in my opinion i mean there's been a, and like i said this is a controversial movie Okay, very controversial. Like, like uh, you know, we had talk about the voicemails. People are going to love it or they're going to hate it. But the bottom line is, is that Rob Zombie, let me tell you something about Rob Zombie. He, he, you know, we know his career. He, but one thing I want to say about them is he has a very unique vision. He has a kind of artistic like, sure. way to look at There's things. There's no doubt about the art. Sure, side of that, well, and for not sure. not only in this movie, but in his other. And movies he's a, as well. he he went to school and artist. You know, he went sure. to an art college, and so you know he's got a great kind of visual idea. And I think he appreciates those that have gone before him, like you said, Polanski and and Kubrick. And, yeah, you know, and, and I even saw like flashes of of uh, Alejandro Jodorowsky and his his Holy Mountain and stuff like that. Oh, now, th- there's no doubt about Rob Zombie's love for horror movies. Well, and, you know, and I'm I mean, not, from, from you can tell that kid sure. grew up on everything that was horror. He's his entire life has been based on no, horror movies, and I don't disagree with you. And I don't disagree that that yeah, he has sat there in this movie especially that he has kind of paid homage or quote unquote ripped off, depending on how bad you hate Rob Zombie. Right. There are people out there that hate Rob Zombie just for the sole fact that he's Rob Zombie. But then again, there's people who love Rob Zombie just for the fact that he's Rob Zombie. You know. But what I'm, but my bottom line is, is this guy has a unique vision. Love it or hate it, this guy has been f- pretty unique throughout his. Sure. Uh, I guess mostly his. Uh, um, his uh, original movies, and you know, people give him a lot of shit. Oh, there's so much white trash in his movies, stuff like that. It's like, okay, well, great, but maybe that's what he knows, and maybe that's his style. Whatever. This movie is no different, except in the fact that I think that he has his own style. He had 1.5 million dollars to make this movie. He had 
complete artistic control of this movie. He he had control over the look and feel of it. He had control of casting. He had control of directing. He had control of writing. He had control of the you know basically the soundtrack. You know. He he was the man. John so, Five did the soundtrack. Well, John Five he wrote, did he wrote it. the the music besides the Mozart pieces. Well, of course that were used in there. John Five was the guy that. But what that I'm did saying is out. But he he was the he, there was no studio in interference. Right. There was nobody like oh I don't know if that's gonna play I don't know whatever if that's gonna make it big with some of the housewives that come in to see this movie. No, which is half the reason him. why they only put it in 300 theaters. And that and that could be too. Here's the thing. Whether you like this movie or not, I kind of feel like you have to admire the guy for going out and making a movie that he mother effing wanted to make. He had $7 million for House of a Thousand Corpses. He had $7 million for The Devil's Rejects. And who knows how much he had for Halloween because he was doing that for, you know, the studio and whatnot. Sure. He, he only had $1.5 million for this. Yeah. But you know what? He did what he wanted to do. And this is the movie that came out. I know a lot of people who hate this movie. I know. Who th- you know, but the but the bottom line is you have to in my opinion, you have to admire this guy for making this this type of movie knowing that it's not going to play well with the masses. That it's not going to play well with a lot of horror fans. You know, that's not going to play well with So them. where are you I, I think I know where you're coming down on this movie because well, I've got I've got more to like, say. No, no, no. I've, I've got, I've got, I, I want to talk a little bit more about what's going on. Um, I do want to say one thing that I do, I did love the sound design in this. There was the, that deep ambient bass. You know, remember when we watched in Irreversible and there was that the whole time yeah. I was like, holy shit, I'm nervous. I don't know why. There's a lot of that, you know, incorporated in this. Uh, I'll tell you what, though, the surround sound really kicked it up a notch. And, you know, you had some oh, I'm sure. know, stuff. It was it was actually pretty cool. Um, you had the squeaks and the crackles, you know, of the fire and the, you know, in the, in the, the Lords of Salem song. And it would just show up at random times. You was like, holy shit, that's awesome. Yeah. You know, whatever. The look and feel of this movie, though, it, you know, maybe he took some homage from uh, Stanley Kubrick and whatnot. Uh, it was great. I mean, even, even the, even not those parts. I mean, he has that eye. In my opinion, he has that eye where he visually, can, it looks fantastic. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. It's like he, for some reason, if you, I mean, he is definitely a Rob Zombie film. He, you could tell that he is a guy that can under, that, that understands visual, uh, you know, uh, making things look good, making things pretty. Can I just say that? If you don't like it, you don't like it. Right. But the thing is, is he definitely has a certain taste of it, and it's all his own. Yeah. You know? Um, it was actually a pretty visual, for me, it was a visual treat, man. Uh, there was all practical effects. You know, we had the old school times. The costumes in the old days were great. Not to mention the dream sequences and whatnot. Uh, but... Okay, Let, let's just stop right there. Okay. okay, we talked about the movie, we talked about the story. What did you think about it? You know, I didn't hate this movie. Okay. I didn't like this movie. I mean, I okay. th- I think, okay, if there's three people in, in the entire movie that deserve awards, uh-huh. it's the set designer. Sure. The cinematographer. Sure. Oh, absolutely. And... I loved the visual aspect of it. Mm-hmm. There's a lot to be left to be, you know, just like, oh my God. But the acting was slow sure. and dragging. Well, it did. I got, a, I got this genuine. feel from 
the entire cast, besides mm-hmm. Dee Wallace, she was the only one that I went, ooh, <laughs> she's in it to win it. Mm-hmm. Okay, I when I was watching this movie, I was like, okay, they've got a fantastic craft table sure, sure. offset. They've got the best fucking food you've ever tasted in your life. So when I, I'm talking Ken Foray, all of them, mm-hmm. as soon as they started rolling the camera, it was like, yeah, it was, it was, it was. <laughs> cut. Ooh, shit. What's going back over there? Sure. The entire movie was just, just non acted like sure. I'm not here to fucking win. I'm not here to make a good all right. movie. All right. I did like this movie, man. It was, it, but there was just those little things that pissed me off. I don't think she's a very good actress. No, well, okay. I don't, you know, I, I just, it's like she drew me out of the movie well, more than anything and else. And there were definitely a couple of parts where she pulled out her baby from House of a Thousand Clothes <laughs> Boys, or she just didn't seem natural. That one spot where they did the whole commercial that sure. shot through and did the bright colors, sure. like, get rid of that. Sure. You know? Okay. Uh, I would say even the, the story with, uh, with Davidson, it threw me off. It's like, why don't you just drag that down into from beginning to end? Just drag it down. Okay. When he did that whole scene where it was like, he's looking up, look up your, familytree.com. Right. And then he's going down. He goes, whoa, she's a Hawthorne. Fuck me. It was like, <laughs> what's the whole point? The best part of that, his whole thing right. was D. Wallace bashing him over the head with you know? the frying like, pan. That whole that. side story was like, cool. why don't you just drive yeah, it right. down? That's into all the it was dirt. was it was a side because you had that music going. Watch this girl go completely downhill. Sure. The entire way. And don't you don't need a you know Donald Pleasance there to go. Wait a minute, I think take you away from anything just right. drag it right down into the dirt sure. the whole way sure and watch her meet those witches and go oh yeah we're gonna you know and sure. and whitey was fine because sure. he was like hey what there's your you know you don't need that detective guy right you got whitey there to go hey hey what's going on i'm trying to keep it you know hey if you need any help or if you need anybody to talk to i'm here baby but it wasn't a bad movie it it is visually explosive it's fantastic i don't know about black metal makeout session that <laughs> threw me out dude the whole black metal guy oh, yeah and they're tongue kissing and, and whatever, shit it was sure. like Ugh. well that was all a dream sequence and whatnot you know, but I, but overall it's like this is a two and a half star three star out of out of five on okay. Netflix. Okay. You know, it's two and a half, three stars on Netflix. Do you mind if I go off for a minute? Oh, I know you're, I'm looking at you right now and you're like, I have read the book and I know Shh, what's going on. Don't spoil it. Don't. And I'm no, going to explain no. to you everything no, Rob Z Zombie is going to say to me, us. Okay? Well, to first of all, the first thing I want to say, and this is neither here nor there really, but he did have Sid Hagen. This he had Ken Foray, he had Michael Berryman in this. Yeah. But you know what? Uh he didn't have Sid Haig and Michael Berryman, especially in big parts. They were just barely in this movie. He had right. a lot of other people. Whereas a lot of other Rob Zombie movies is like, Hey, look at there's a cameo. Hey, look at there's a cameo. I feel like he showed a lot of restraint. 
Right. Okay, I feel like he showed, you know, even though it's restraint. It, and let me tell you too, Shane's right. I actually, so you're saying that in this movie he showed restraint. I We're am talking about dildo jackins off. Yeah, I am. Black I, metal makeout parties. I am saying that it could. Well, he 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 showed restraint in the fact that he had all these. You know, well, he showed restraint in this movie where in the past in other movies he has not shown restraint. Sure. And he's made Michael Berryman and Sid Haig, and you right. know, I'm not saying they're bad actors or anything like that in fact quite to the contrary i think they really fit in the other roles but in this one uh they just didn't and you know what he still had them in this but they were in tiny roles and and you're right when you said that you know i've I, i've read the novel i haven't read the whole thing only because you know i watched this one on tuesday i actually bought the bought the book that anthony was talking about for anthony from baltimore you know and is it oh shit i hope i got his name but what I'm saying is, is I've read it and there is a lot bigger part, a lot, a bigger role in the book than there is in this movie. And so it seems like he showed a lot of restraint, but let me, sure. but, but, and I'll get back to the book later. A couple of things that, that about this movie that I thought was great. You know, he did show restraint with those two, but Sherry Moon Zombie, one of his regulars was the main character. Honestly, she, there was a couple of times in this movie where I'm just like, Oh man. Yeah. Oh, she just she just kind of blew. Even Ken Foray was like, "You're just here to make a buck, man, real quick." I yeah. Mean, it was, it she was blew really it a couple times. <sighs> but you know what? I but having said that, I also think there were a couple of scenes, like maybe that that scene where she's on the phone with Whitey talking about, "I know you're there for me." I thought she did a really good job. You know. Yeah. I, you know, so it's like back and forth. Would have I would I have preferred to have somebody else there? Maybe. Sure. You know, yeah. but, but you know what? I, it was easy for me to look past that, I guess. Um, I love the music, uh, in this movie. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and honestly, totally. we had, you know, we had the Lords of Sam, that whole little thing that kind of went over and over. It kind of reminded me of, have you ever heard of something called the Devil's Chord, the Devil's Oh, yeah. You know, you Black know, Sabbath. Black Sabbath. Tony Iommi. Come up with the Black the devil's court yeah you yeah. know i mean we're talking i don't know if this is true or not but it's supposedly the catholic church banned that cord and stuff like that you know and but basically in this i don't know if this was the devil's court or not but i do understand the kind of effect that music can have on people sure. i think music is a powerful uh way to influence people to be totally. honest with you, i mean there have been hundreds and hundreds of time where i've been listening to music and i've just been like smiling it's, for no it's reason it's influenced your life At, well and that, you know even re, even this week even last week when i'm listening to ghost and i'm like Oh, listen to this, and I'm just like, oh, this is well, great. satanic or not, it's influenced your entire life. Absolutely. Everything you've done as well, a Well, and I don't mean I don't mean just to mention the satanic stuff, but I'm just saying But I'm yeah it has a big music impact on me. It has influenced it's, probably everyone that listens to the podcast. It's never hypnotized me to the point that it did in this well, movie. No. But it has had a huge effect. It's got me through hard times. It's given me strength. It's, you know, or it's depressed me or it's sure. pissed me off. Sure. You know, there are not a lot of mediums that can do that, you know? Right. And so a big part of this movie was the fact that this music was having such an effect on these ladies, including uh, Heidi, you know, Sherry uh, yeah. Moon Zombie. And so, you know, so I can kind of relate with that. Um, but at the same time, it's like, you know, that uh, that is... That's kind of a big deal that music, because music for some reason has a big effect on my emotions. And I'm just well, going to yeah. go ahead and say that right now. 
I'm also a big sucker for these satanic movies. You know me. I love the goat. I love satanic movies. Um, plus, I am a sucker for these Salem witch type of thing. I think that is some, some sweet, you know, the time, the look and feel of all that stuff is great. Um, you know, I wish there were more movies that, that took place in this time. I mean, we had Black Sunday, like you mentioned. Uh, we had the Witchfinder General and we even had the Blair. You know, let me tell you something about the Blair Witch. I know that you thought that girl was annoying and I did too. I did too. The thing is, is that whole mythos, that whole backstory, even part two, which was maybe kind of shitty, um, the mythos of that was, I really dug. And let me tell you, I'm the kind of guy that dug that mythos to the point where I bought those shitty video games. I just wanted more. I wanted to consume more of that story, yeah. of that whatever. And so, and this is kind of the same thing where it's like, oh, Salem witches. We have these witches. There's all this whole story, and it's creepy as shit. But uh, so I'm going to go ahead and, and love that. You know, and it, it, the mythos was was same the same. But here's the thing. The movie did have a huge effect on me. If, you know, obviously people who are listening. If you let me tell you, that guy is a goddamn genius. Because not Zombie. only did he put out a goddamn movie that has only been out for a little while, sure. but he put out a goddamn book to explain the goddamn movie well, that you bought and you're goddamn reading it right now. I'm in, I'm on chapter so, twenty two. So it's and like, I've only been reading it for three if, days. If you can let me, I'm going to write a movie. Okay, I'm going to write a movie. Sure, and I'm going to write a movie called August Underground Part <sighs> Two. <laughs> And I'm going to write a beautifully, probably get Robert R. Best to do this. Oh, he would, he would bust that shit out. August Underground, part two, my movie that I'm going to come out with. Okay. And it will be eloquent, eloquently just (laughs) delicious. And you'll go, you know what? I figured that fucking movie out. Let me tell you something. I didn't get to watch it and see it, but reading the book. I got to stop you though, because even after watching the movie, this had an effect on me. Or, or sorry, even before I started reading the book, this right. movie had an effect on me. It really did. Um, you know, it, I and maybe it was just because of my taste and whatnot. The fact that I love this stuff, the Salem witches, the music of the Lords was great. The Devil's Chord kind of correlation there. Um, but the thing is, is like you were saying. Uh, the movie didn't blow me away. It didn't blow my mind as I'm watching it. Yeah. But it stuck with me. And it made, and th- I mean, how many movies have you watched where it's like, oh shit, I want, I want to understand more about what's going on. Not a whole lot of movies do that to me. If I don't, I mean, and I like this movie, but I didn't understand how much I liked it until after it was over. Until after I'm like, holy shit, there's a book to this. Right, I'm sure. Read this, you know. Yeah. Um, what's he? What's you know? Uh, for God, for God's sakes, the guy does interviews. Oh, he's yeah. not going to spit out a goddamn word about nothing. Sure. It's like, oh, read it in the book. You well, know, and that's, that's true. That's that's what pisses me off about Rob Zombie is everything he does is, well, you're just going to have to just uh, pay it. That you know, he does interview after interview sure. where he doesn't say anything. The th- you got to realize, like, though, dude, the book, both the movie and the book is all about the mood. I don't think sure. there's a whole hell of a lot about this movie that is so unique that it blows you away. Well, all his imagery in there it, which, is yes. supposed to represent something that he has in his brain. And it's like, you know what? If there was so much symbology in this, the, you know, we had the whole Satan midget guy. We had the hairy like Bigfoot Sasquatch guy showing guy up. Yeah, it's like, who knows what the hair, hell that and, is. And, and Dick Midget or whatever by her bed. 
Sure. Like, you know, and then like, we and then we had dildo, like pink dildo jerking. But let me ask like you this. Okay. Would you rather read that book than Lords of Salem? His his would you rather read the book that says, Here's how I explain all this shit that I put in my movie? No, or would no, no, you no. rather no, just read why. a here's long why. version of the movie? Because when I watch a movie and I don't I, and I'm not understanding what it means 100%. And there's all this shit going on. It's like, holy shit, that's weird. Right. You know? And I think to myself, this means something to the, the, the artist who created this. To me, I don't need to know necessarily because I'm, I'm not the person who made it. I think that art means something different to the creator than it does to the but consumer. But you're not curious of No, why. I am curious, but I feel like, I feel like kind of like with Mama. It's like, oh, this is cool. This is a, but if they were to spell it out, it'd be like, oh, that's okay, you know. Or oh, oh you know, you know, example. look like. Well, no, no. With with, with Mama, it's like you were into it. You were into it until they showed Mama a lot, yeah. and it's like you're like, oh, that sucked. Well, I feel I like if they were to sit, come out and say, here's what this meant. Here's what this meant. I'd be like, oh shit. Well, that's dumb. You know, but why would saying? you even? I mean, so so the book that you're reading right mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. is the actual novel that yes. Rob Zombie wrote. Well, he he and a guy named uh, B.K. Everson, and w- they both kind of wrote it together. And, the th- and to be honest and with it's you, just like a basically 85 it's deep, you know, it's million deeper, times. Well, I don't know. It's deeper than the movie, but the thing is I haven't got all the way through it because there's only so much time on the train I have on the way to work, but right. to and from work, you know. I mean, I, I'm going to finish I, it. It's like Pink Floyd when they show the behind the scenes where you know, like they're sitting at the uh, the, rec- the 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 mixing board. Sure. They're going, yeah, and this is what was going on. I'm more interested in that than I am going. I you know, here's the thing, though, is what happens when they if Rob Zombie were to come out and say, you know, by the way, that whole red cross that was in there, the in the in apartment number five that she came up and she was yeah. holding her hands up to. You know what that meant? Let me tell you what that meant. A B C. Well, it's sure, like, I can see it's that. Like, where you're well, like, okay, oh. that's great. But I, it's like seeing Kiss with their makeup off. Yeah, as soon as you see sure. them with their makeup off, you're put it back on, motherfuckers. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to. To, to me, that. it was like you know what? Well, let me tell you what. I I don't know. I know this means something, but it's intriguing that I don't know but what it you means. You want to investigate enough to go? Am I on the right path of what I think? Sh- well, is sure. Thinking. And here's the thing. Here, you're right. You you're absolutely right in the fact that I'm like. I wonder what that meant. I want to look into it deeper. I'm going to read this novel. But the problem is if the novel comes out and says, you know, by the way, this little midget Satan guy means this, this, and this, I, I will be disappointed as, means, oppo- yeah. as opposed to, you know, and just not knowing. There, There's something to be said about seeing something and interpreting it for yourself, trying to figure out what it means, but you realize that it only means what you want it to mean type of deal. And I'm not trying to be too weird or too, sure. you know, ethereal or whatever. But the thing is, is this movie had a lot of that stuff. This movie had like, a, like when we went over the plot, it was a pretty straightforward, witch type of curse type of deal. But as I'm watching this, I'm going, oh, I wonder what that meant. I wonder what the moon with the, with the bullet in it, you know, you know, you know, the whole old school, yeah. you know, thing. I wonder what that represented. I the priest. Yeah. That was well, hot. That was hot as hell. Sure, it was. I liked when he turned into a demon and you know getting a blowjob and stuff like. That. But but the thing is, is it's like this to me. Not understanding every little detail made it more intriguing to me, and that's why I got the book. That's why I watched this two times. 
You yeah. know, that's uh, and I'll be honest with you, I don't know if I like this movie. I I I, I do. Uh, first of all, I do like this movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I here's the thing. I'm having a hard time coming up with the fact that well, did this movie? Did I did I connect with this movie because of my interests? Because I love the witch stuff. Because I love the Satan stuff. Did I make or was it? Did I make a connection with this movie because it was an amazing movie? The bottom line is, is it doesn't matter at this point. The bo- I I enjoyed this movie. I so want how you more coming of it. down. I'm coming down. I'm gonna buy this shit when it comes out. I. Yeah. But the problem is, is I don't know if I can sit here and and give this, you know, a straight up. It, it's just kind of an enigma to me, man. I mean, this has been a weird week, you know, watching this movie, trying to think about it. There, you know, first time I watched, I was like, oh, this is kind of slow, you know, you know, oh, oh, that's pretty cool. Look at the visuals here. Look at the visuals there. If you look at on on this hand, it's great. If you look at it on this hand, it's not so great. The bottom line is, is I haven't quit thinking about this movie all week, mm. and I don't. I think that's a pretty good indicator that's, of a that's good movie. Solid, you know, and that's what I'm saying. I'm reading the book. You know, I don't know that I would, I, I, I don't know if I'd give this a bone saw. I wouldn't give a bone saw. But I, but when this comes out, I don't know if I liked or loved this movie, but I'm going to freaking buy it. Cause I want, there, there's something about this that intrigues me and I, and I can't get enough of it. Here's what I say about it. I say, I didn't hate this movie. Okay. It is absolutely visually spectacular. Absolutely. New England or Massachusetts, Salem is bleak and dirty. Oh, the yeah. whole scenery, oh, yeah. everything. There's, there's no, there's no high points as far as light comes through at all in this. Sure. It is dark and dirty. Sure. I love the visual. I love the set pieces. I love everything about I, the, the story is okay. It's been done before, sure. but it hasn't been done this way. And it has I like not that. been done, but this way. the acting in it and the, Overall, just feel of I am just gonna phone this in. Okay. I mean, every single bit of it. All right. Besides D. Wallace, that stood out. Where it's like next to her with the frying pan bashing that guy. I'm like, there's an actor. And then even the priest, I was like, there's an actor. <laughs> Everyone else seemed like they were phoning it in. I it didn't just get that. didn't seem. I didn't get that. But I'm not. I'm not telling but you. This you're is wrong. this is not a bad movie. This is not something that I would go. Don't ever watch this thing. The the. I would say this is like I said. This is a high rent for okay, me. Okay. I'd say it's two and a half, three stars, and and. And there's enough Easter eggs in it that I think that if you watched it long enough and watched it again, you sure. might go, geez, I like it a little bit. I think this might be one of those movies where you go, oh, I like it more and more every time All I watch I'm it. All I'm saying is there's not too many movies that I watch one time and go, oh, I, there, I want to know more. There's not very many movies but that But do you do think that it's me. about the controversy that's going on no, or do you think no, it's just I, no, you I going, don't, no i don't i need think to know more if it's anything if it's anything it mean i'm not it's not about the controversy because i don't give a shit if somebody hates this movie and sure i don't but, give a shit about that but i'm talking but, but, about but, but listen, overall what i'll say i'm talking about everyone that goes i hate it i love no, it no that doesn't because like i don't i've only heard a couple of people be like dumbasses on the on the group and whatnot I've, i haven't read any reviews about this or whatever um the, here's the thing it's not about whether people like it or not. It's about the story. It's about maybe it connects with me uh, a little bit more than it connects with other people. And I, and I will freely admit that I love this kind of movie with this subject matter. I love it. Right. And, I, and I'll be honest with you. I love Rob Zombie and his visual style. 
Right. I oh, do, yeah. I like There's it. There's no doubt so, about it. So, you know, maybe it's a perfect storm. I, I'm not going to say that people who don't like this movie are stupid. I'm not going to say that because I, it was a little bit slow. It, you know, there was a, it was very deliberate. There was a lot of stuff that may be interpreted as cheese dick that I didn't interpret as that. You know, right. uh, like I'm the saying, black metal guy doing well, all the in, lucky face, and in the, like, in like the the naked, the like remember him. when she was feeding her dog and the light turned on, and there was like some naked witch chick in the corner. It's like, oh, that's kind of. And weird. the guys that are jerking the dildos. Oh, well, sure. There. You know, and and maybe you know, but the, I think sometimes it all it, with Rob Zombie. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes it's just slightly overkill. It's like, baby, you got a great sure idea going on here, and then he's like, bring out those dildos and make them jack off and while that, we're. And that could be, but for some reason, for you know, for what for for whatever reason, it worked. It really worked for devil me. Devil nipples and I. The, I really uh, like this movie. This is there are not very many movies. The only other novelization of a movie that I've I, I don't read very much. I don't read novels very much, you know. But this is one that intrigued me to the point where it's like. You need to read this novelization, you know? And so that's, take it for what you will. I'm going to buy this. I'm not going to give it a bone saw because I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here telling you as I'm watching it, I'm, I'm like, oh, let's get a move on. Let's, let's, let's move with this shit. You know, as I'm watching it, uh, one thing is we watched a 96 minute version. The, there on Wikipedia and IMDb, it says it's 101 minutes. Pardon me. So that kind of makes me think, oh, what, what the holy hell? What's in that other five minutes? But I will say, me personally, this connected with me. Yeah, it's I, and it, if it doesn't connect, fantastic. if it doesn't I mean, connect with somebody else, good. I'm not going to tell you you're dumb, or I'm not going to say anything like that. Well, thank you for that. Well, I'm just saying that makes us feel better. Well, I I understand what I'm saying is I understand if it didn't connect with you, I understand. I get it. Yeah. For some reason, one reason or another, this connected with me. I enjoyed the holy shit out of this. I watched this two times. I'm reading the the novel. I. I really am into this whole mythos and this whole story. Yeah. So well, there you go. Well, and that's well, good. Good on you. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Th- good for me. I enjoyed it, but good for people who didn't like it because I'm not going to sit here and tell you you're dumb because you know I get it. It, it it's a good movie. I enjoy I enjoyed the shit out of it, man. I know? did, and I'm probably yeah. going to watch it again, and I'm I'm going to finish reading the book. Yeah, and I'm please. Gonna, Either do one or the other. Either do finish both. reading the book I'm and then read it, or I mean, don't read while you're watching the movie. Well, dude, by the way, that'll get creepy. Like I'm saying, I'm I'm on chapter 22 in the book, and it's only like 20 minutes into the movie, so it's it's like so you, you got your you hands could full. not do. It. I, listen, the, the the train ride to work gives me a lot of opportunity to read. In, God bless in, the so train. There you go. But I'm gonna finish it. I like I said. There's I love I love this whole story. I'm sorry to those of you out there who hate it, who want to shit on it. This really clicked with me, and I am not ashamed. Well, don't be ashamed. I'm not, for I sure. never. I never am. Don't, I don't be ashamed. I don't, give don't a be shit. and don't be so poo poo on people that that don't like it I, or what? Have I been poo poo on people who don't like it? No. Well, you always come. You always no. talk like. Well, and even though you guys don't like it, I'm no, just going to go ahead and keep going on no, with what I... No, 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 no. If you don't like it, that's fine. It didn't click sure. with you, whatever. It clicked with me. Yeah. That's it. That's all There you go. Say. That sounded better. Well... Hey, you're doing better. <laughs> See? You learn and you keep going along. All right. I love this movie. I'm going to wa- I'm gonna watch it a third time. So you're giving a high buy. I'm giving it a high buy. In fact, the second it comes out on Blu-ray, I'm buying it. High rent. You know, it's not, it, it, hey, 
Rob Zombie, keep it going. Here, here's the thing, it. too. You want to hear? He's something making funny? a hockey movie next, so that'll be fantastic. Is that real? Yeah. Are you serious? He's going to make a hockey movie. No, I I don't really like hockey, but I like hockey movies. Happy Gilmore, right there. Uh, better That's better have thing. some devil shit <laughs> in it. Go. Let me tell you something. Ruin your career. You want to hear something funny? Is that I? You know how I love Devil's Rejects in House of Thousand Corpses. Yeah. The more I watch this movie, the more I see me enjoying this just as much as those two. Oh, sure. And that's, I mean, I, and that's what you, I'm doing. Except it, for, I, you don't understand. I love those movies. I, abs- uh, they're in my top five. Both of those are in my top five of all time. Probably not. Devil's Rejects might make it my top oh, I love five. It. I love House of a Thousand. I like that better but than Devil's I can, Rejects. But you can see the like the reds and the and the, bla- the yeah, blacks and the blues and the reds sure. from House of a Thousand sure. Corpses in this. I loved it. I You know what? I, I, I don't need to be a Rob Zombie apologist, but I love this movie. I love, you don't have to say I love nothing, basically baby. everything he's done that's an original story. I, didn't, I liked the first Halloween. I didn't love it. And I hated the second Halloween. But everything else, including El Super Beast, I really cared for. I yeah. loved it. The good stuff. But that's all we got, right? That's all, I mean, we don't need to talk about this Well, more. you just keep talking. I just... I, I got I'd diarrhea of the mouth. I, I, sh- I, I shut do. up uh, eight hours I ago. I got diarrhea of the mouth. You can have shut up uh, eight hours ago because we're only two and a half hours into this. Oh, okay, two and a half right. hours. Quit, but, uh, quit being such a little bitch. Okay. I mean, I love you, and I love the fact that you're a bitch, but come on, yeah. stop it. Bitch and bitch. Just, just stop it, okay? okay. Uh, let's go ahead and refresh the memory of these folks about uh, what the question of the episode was. And this is one you came up with, my man. Uh, what is your most irritating character in any horror film? Call it in, 385-351-9273. Oh, yeah. Do you, got, do you have anything else for, for the folks? No, man, you wore me out. I wore myself out, but I'll be honest with you, this movie fired me up. Yeah, and you're, I, and you're, it gave you're, me, you're it a bag gave of me firecrackers some, over well, there. Well, it gave me some energy, man. I really care. I, I love this movie. I loved it. Uh, it's nothing to be ashamed of. Okay, well, thank you, because I got to be me. That's all you got to say. Yeah. Anyway, 385-351-9273, call in your question of the episode, call us and tell us, how shitty you think our review was, but when I say our, I mean mine, because I know there are, no, there, no, there are those of you out there who hate this movie, hate it. And I've seen it, and I can't. It. I've I've got to be true to myself. I know you hate it, people. I know you do. But you know, yeah, I but there's a lot more people that hate it and love it. There's no well, in betweeners like me. I'm, I'm yeah, a, you're kind of an in betweener. I'm I, I'm totally in between. Yeah, I like that we saw uh, Sherry Moon Zombie's butt. I thought oh, that was yeah, pretty was hot. hot. I thought it was pretty hot. Anyways, that's uh, the way you start a movie is right there out of the gate going, yeah. this is going to be good. Well, and, and evil. And she sat up and I was like, oh, look at that many bitty little titties. Well, the, you know, but the thing is, is those were so hot looking compared like to all the, all the, all the witches, like, oh. all the witches tits and wrinkly. Bend back over. I want to see that ass again. You know, well, that's a problem. Anyway, through, like I said, 385-351-9273. But other than that, we will catch you guys later. Yeah, bye. How many people do I have to kill? Oh, yeah.